0: The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated.
1: So it's finally here football season. But do you know what this season is about? No? Well, let me walk you through it. This is more than the end of summer and the start of fall. This is what was built in the heat of July and August. This is weights, sprints, drills, blocks, and tackles. It's X's and O's, game film, scout team, and first team. This is the drive to be better, to prove something to all those doubters. This is the past, present, and future. It's the memories of Moss, gigging, and sadness and the dreams of the greats to come. This is the Central League in Delaware County. This is Newtown Square, Marple, and Broomall. United. This is the Tiger Roar, Friday Night Lights. It's Shelly Strong. It's the cheerleaders, the alumni, teachers, and the student section. What do they call themselves again? Oh yeah, the jungle. But most of all, this is the orange and black. This is Marple Newtown football. This is family and family. Is everything. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. This is 2015, Muffaloo Town football.
2: Five, four, three,
1: two, one. It's in motion. It's a hand to him, far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted middle of
2: the field by Marple Newtown. That's Carmen Christiana. Another turnover for him, and he brings it inside the 40 to the 39-yard line for Marple Newtown.
3: We'll see what they do here back on defense. Legal to return.
2: Fake, Fink Up the middle goes spring. Goes Marple Newtown. It's it's, it's Christiana up the middle. Across the 50 and down to the 46-yard line. Carmen Cristiano on the fake punt. And Marple Newtown into Springfield territory.
4: Marple Newtown weathers
2: the Hawk. Passes down the sidelines. Hawk breaking tackles. Fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown.
1: What an excellent job by Abel Hawk. Oh. the eye, it's a handoff to Sapness. He runs behind his marker. Good
2: patience across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. One man to beat, across the 35. Oh, his speed nearly tripped up. There he goes. and Sapness, touchdown. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing that's beating your doggone chest right now? Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field,
1: man? Johnick, three wide receivers. Looking, looking.
2: Pressure. ball comes out. Ball comes out. Scoop and score for Marple Newtown. Scoop and score for number 53 of Marple Newtown, Kyle Kelly.
1: Butters under center again now at, at midfield. 5.44 to go. And he's looking, looking. He's going to throw slant
2: route to Abel. Hoff makes the catch at the 40. He's inside. He's going to break away across the 20. Can one man to beat? He stays at his feet. Touchdown. Oh, oh. Kennard tried to tackle at the 5 and couldn't get both legs. And Hoff is in for a touchdown. Yep.
1: It's a handoff to Saffer's. Looking for a hole, he bounces to the outside after initial contact,
2: a few more yards after initial contact, still going, breaks free, he's got the first down! He's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Adrian Sappos and the Tigers! Wow, what running by Adrian Sappos!
1: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers radio network is brought to you by The Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Bryn Mawr Glass, DZO Mechanical and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line. Here is Eric DePentima, Jim Oswald Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua.
4: Good evening as we welcome you to Moe Frank Stadium for tonight's Central League matchup between the Marple Newtown Tigers and the Garnet Valley Jaguars. Despite suffering their first loss of the season last week the Conestoga, Marple Newtown will look to bounce back against a tough Jaguars squad who are 5-2 and two on the season. Meanwhile, Garnet Valley is coming off a big win over Harry and hope to keep that momentum going. The Tigers will look to flip the script as they have never defeated the Jaguars, 0-5 all-time. It's a packed house here, as it's the 50th anniversary of Garnet Valley High School, in addition to homecoming. I'm alongside colored ca- commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, executive producer Jim Osman, I am Dave DePasco on this beautiful Friday night. The Tigers fell to the Pioneers last week in a close one, Steve, 13-9. But what did Coach Gicking try to rally the troops this week?
3: Well, it's just about bouncing back uh, suffering your f- First loss of the season, teams aren't familiar with it, especially these sophomores who have getting a lot of playing time this year. They haven't suffered a loss yet. Um, you know, in a varsity uniform, as well as some of these other guys we talked about, some of these veterans, Hoff, Kelly, McEwen, they've been on a you know, three win team, a five hundred team, and now a six and one team. So they know how to bounce back and they're gonna help those younger guys recover from that loss. And if you were at that game or if you saw the stack on, Marponutan dominated that game. Mm-hmm. It's just lack of execution um, and some mistakes on offense that hurt them, but I expect them to come out
4: tonight hungry because they're fighting for a playoff spot. Absolutely. We're going to send it down to the sidelines. Eric, it's homecoming night for Garnet Valley. It's a packed house. The Tigers are going to look to spoil their fun.
5: Number 92. Yeah, and, and like you guys alluded to, the Tigers are just looking to bounce back and, and put a good game in. Uh, you know, keep it alive on offense, sustain some drives downfield, and uh, you know, hopefully that can uh, lead to Marple Newtown playing the spoiler tonight. Number
4: Thank you, Eric. Senior Abel Hall put the team on his back last week. Steve, twenty-five carries for a buck twenty-five and a touchdown. You can't say enough about the senior All Delco product.
3: You're absolutely right. Offense wasn't clicking last week, so. <laughs> going to halftime. Coach and one of the best at halftime adjustments. Both of them. His dad on defense, him on offense. They gave it to Hoff. They gave it to him. It was maybe double digit on that drive. And he went down the field to the one yard. He punched in. They had a lot of momentum going. He's got over 1,000 all-purpose yards, 11 touchdowns on the season. They have to find him, whether it's in the backfield or in the open field tonight, to get this offense going all right, in the right track, But we saw in the first five games, or the first six games, excuse me, and hopefully they can start to execute, because that was what they missed last week, execution. If they can limit
4: the mistakes tonight and execute on all the drives, they're going to have success tonight. One part of the team for the Tigers that has been executing, like you said, Steve, is the defense. Last week, they were only averaging five that just them up to six point six per game. That's less than a touchdown.
3: And they're so stout on that defensive line. That those linebackers and McKee and DeCamillo and that secondary just outstanding. And when you have a defense like that, you're going to be in any ball game, no matter how bad you're over, overly matched. As you said, six point six yards allowed uh, per game. Only 185 yards are given up a game. Mm-hmm. Um, they're only allowing 22 percent on third down conversions, which is remarkable. And they have not Phenomenal. let up a fourth down touchdown all season long. I, as I said, when you have a defense of this caliber, you're going to be
4: in games no matter how your offense is performing. Senior leadership, indeed. As Marple Newton does have playoff aspirations, they're tied for second in the Central League with Havertown at six and one. But right behind them are the five and two Jaguars. Yeah, and, and
3: as we talked about, Marple Newton being hungry. I know Harrington's coming off, or uh, Garner Valley coming off a big fifty-eight to thirteen win over Harrington. They're sitting at five and two. They're fighting for that four 8 playoffs, mm-hmm. and you know another loss can really damage your playoff hopes. It's very tough to get be one of those 16 teams in the 4A. So they're going to come out here tonight as we talked about big crowds, homecoming, 50th anniversary of Garnet Valley. Uh, they're ready to come out tonight and perform in front of their home crowd because two weeks ago they lost in front of this crowd
4: against Haverford. The Tigers come out walking onto the field. There's orange helmets followed by their white unis. But Steve, offensively for the Jaguars, what can they do to try and mess with this Tiger defense? Well, they're so strong with
3: that midline attack. Those three running backs uh, that you'll see you now—you'll see Derek West, uh, Danny Guy, and Jacob Buttermore, and Matt Hamby—who he'll run. He's a quarterback, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of quick hits, rollouts, um, you know, quick um, handoffs to Derek West, the fullback. But it's almost like if you remember when Coach Junta was here at Marple, wing mm-hmm. T—it's it's not the wing T, but you have the double wing and the fullback. It's, it's like that they that spread them out
4: almost a little bit they more. Do,
3: and it's it's a midline, so they're going to be reading a lot of things, and it, it's it's very tricky, and you know. The front seven of the Marpley Town is going to be very disciplined, and I expect a big game out of the two linebackers, McKee and Camillo. They've been doing it all season long.
4: They have to come up big tonight in order for this team to get a W. And with that said, we're going to go to the keys of the game. Now, Steve, what is one thing to keep an eye on that the Tigers want to go home with a W? Well, execution on offense. That was one thing they lacked last week,
3: as we just talked about. The front seven, against this midline attack, the front seven has to stop and force Hamby to throw. He can throw the ball, but they, they want to run first. They have three good running backs. And then last but not least, special teams. In big games like this, you have to win the special teams battle, whether it's field position battle, you get a big punt return, uh, you punt the ball, you know, filming and, and uh, Lambritos have good games. You have to come up in that third aspect of the game. Special teams come so big in big moments like this. We're going
4: to kick it, executive producer Jim Osman.
0: Yeah, uh, welcome to our listeners and Steve and, and Dave. And, uh, you know, this is an interesting game because, let's face it, you know, um, we're, yeah, Marple Newtown is, is really in, in some ways up against it. You know, um, this is really the, the gauntlet, um, if you will, of the season. And uh, a win would be big here would be key because you don't have um, any cupcakes behind Garnet Valley either you, you've got um, you know you've got Pencrest where you have to play at Pencrest right down the road here then you host Strath Haven gonna be two tough games because those are two teams as the season goes on where they the teams get better they're well coached so um, the, you know that's a gonna be a big part I think uh, to see um, you know a big part of of what's going to happen this weekend, but hopefully the tigers are taking it one one week at a time they' got the jaguars tonight and uh but this this will be key for the
4: season. Last week, the Tigers utilized the ground game, like you said, Steve, but today I think they're going to have to throw it through the air They have players, and there are going to be two names that I'm going to say other than Abel Hoff to keep an eye on. They are senior Marcus Weathers, who reeled in three passes for 59 yards last week, but also I think you have to throw it to wide receiver Chris Rufo because he ha- almost had the completion towards the end zone when he got up and almost came down with it. Let's
3: face it, they're two great points. They're going to be keen on Abel Hoff, and they mm-hmm. know Marcus Brothers can play. So look out for Chris Rufa, as you said. He's so good in the blocking game. He's but, yet to find the ends in end this season. Expect, he worked so hard on Austin, one of the most improved players, on, if not the most improved player on this football team. He's come ready to go this season, and he's having a, a great season. And look out for Tyler Kostek as well on that receiving mm-hmm. court. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you want to get it to Abel Hoff in the open field, but
4: those guys are going to have to step up when he's covered. I'm going to send to Eric. What do you think is going to have to take place in order for the Tigers to have their first victory over the Jaguars in school history?
5: Well, guys, uh, one of the most important things, converting on third down. Keeping the offense alive, keeping the offense on the field. Uh, last week against Conestoga, they only had a couple drives the, the uh, touchdown run by Paoletti where Abel Hoff had 80 yards on that drive and they only had a few drives that that really looked like long, sustaining, good drives. So just being able to keep the ball in the field. Garnet Valley secondary, there's some holes in that secondary by watching film against a good have it for a team, so they can definitely be exploited. Uh, you know, just look for the other guys, like Rufo Weathers, like you guys mentioned, even Kostak. Even a guy like we saw in the receiving core earlier in the year, Carmen Christiana. Why not throw him out there? He can catch the ball. He's got good hands, especially on defense. So just, you know, just keeping the, uh, the drives alive and being able to sustain them for points tonight. That's my key.
4: Thank you, Eric. As both teams continue to warm up. Steve, we haven't even mentioned the play of Noah Turner. Five sacks, 14 tackles for a loss. He has been all over the field.
3: He's going to be key tonight. Again, we talked about that midline attack from that Garner Valley offense. He's going to be key. Setting the edge, disrupting plays in the backfield. He's got to come up huge tonight. Play his best game all season. I mean, he hasn't had a big game all season, but he has to play even better than he has in the other games for Marple
4: Newtown to have success on defense. Absolutely. And that Marple Newtown offensive line that has been so solid, despite the two interceptions by Paoletti, you're going to see what this kid is made of tonight because he's 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 a sophomore. You're going into uncharted waters, playoff aspirations in Garnet Valley. We'll see what he's made of on Friday night. Without a doubt. And, you know, he didn't have his
3: best game last week. Probably his least successful performance last week. Uh, But he's too good of a football player, too smart. Um, he's such a student of the game. There's no way he doesn't bounce back tonight and have a great performance. He's going to do it with his legs and with his arm tonight. He's a tough kid, only a sophomore, but he can lead
4: this team. As Marple Newtown and Garna Valley go to the 50-yard line for the coin toss.
0: Yeah, it looks like Marple Newtown has uh, Gina DiCamillo, Kyle Kelly, Marcus Weathers, and Matt McKee is, uh, is out there. Uh, number fifty-two, McKee, right? Yeah. yeah so that's right. So uh, the coin has gone into the air, Dave and Steve, and it um, looks like that uh, Marple Newtown possibly won the toss. Let me see. They're uh, they're lining up how they uh, Marple Newtown looks like they've won the toss. They elected to defer.
4: Thank you, Jim, as Marple Newtown will elect to get the ball to begin the second half. That's pivotal last week as we saw going in the halftime trying to put points on the board. I like it. Get your defense out there first
3: and uh you know, set a tone early. You know if you can force a three and out or something special
4: in the beginning, get it back to the offense, it's gonna be key. going to step aside for the playing of the national anthem, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tiger's Radio Network. Hey, Tiger
6: fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel.
0: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
4: We welcome you back to Garnet Valley High School after the playing of the national anthem. Very well done. Marple Newtown will kick off to begin the game. Big George Lambricios is going to boot away for Marple Newtown. Steve, he has been a force with 14 touchbacks this season and 31 attempts.
3: Yep, yeah, he's got it. Do the same thing tonight. He's got to kick that ball on the end zone, get the defense, get them set up at the 20-yard line, and uh, get them ready to go here. As we said, we talked about that midline attack from Garnet Valley. Uh, they can run the ball with those three backs, and the quarterback, Danby can, uh, can do some damage. Hamby, excuse me, can do some damage under center as well.
4: You said important element. Tonight is gonna to be the play of special teams. Lambritos is four seven on the season for field goals. He made a forty four yard proved to be critical point last game. We'll see if he continue to use that utilize that leg.
5: Eric, Eric, you have any final thoughts before kickoff? Not just the atmosphere is really good right now. It's a packed house, uh, like for like you said for Garner Valley's homecoming and 50th anniversary, and uh, it's getting a little chilly in terms of temperature. It's dropping below 60. The uh, the sun's not out anymore, so it's going to get chilly. But that shouldn't affect the conditions any anything like that.
4: Thank you, Eric. As Garner Valley comes onto the field, number eight is back to return. That is Danny Guy, and number 31, Ryan Manbeck, the senior defense. Back.
2: Here
4: we go. Off. Lane Breachios gets the signal. <laughs> the kick is up, and it is underway here. As Manbeck will get it from the three. He's going to take it to the outside. He has a running lane. He's going to be tripped up and tackled at the 38.
3: So Garner down with a great return there. He'll set up close to the 40-yard line. Marple Newtown defense jogs on the field. And, Dave, if you look at the sideline here, you see all the players for Garner Valley and how little players from Marple Newtown. But, you know, Garner Valley goes, you know, a lot of their guys go one way, special teams, offense,
4: defense. The depth of Marple Newtown, I think, can keep up with that. Absolutely. As they are led onto the field by senior quarterback Matt Hamby. They're going to run that wing t style offense, Steve. They're in a wishbone right now. Hamby is going to read it. He's going to take it himself to the outside. He's going to be close. to fir- He's going to pick up nine on the keeper. And
3: Carmen Christiana in on the tackle. And you can see how lethal that is. And you fake one guy, and Hamby takes it close to a first down. So they come out with a little different look in that wishbone-style offense. So we'll see what they continue with.
4: They will pitch it to the outside as well or hand it off to their big running back, Derek West, the 210 210 back as they come out to the wishbone once again. Hamby under center. It's going to be a handoff, and he's going to be stacked up at the... Line of scrimmage, but they're going to mark him as a first down. Yeah, he just got it. Good job by the Marple defense.
3: A slew of tacklers come in there and make the play, but Garnerville picks up just enough for the first down. Danny Guy on the carry. you got to watch out for number 10 as well, Buttermore. He can he kicked a 42-yard field goal
4: last week. He can catch it, run it, and kick field goals. Three wide receivers set. West alone running back. Hamby still getting signals from the sideline. Going to put a man in motion. And Garner Valley is going to burn a timeout early in this one. It is tied at 0-0. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way
0: Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party. Leading up to and the day of the event, you can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website. At 10.52 in
4: on the clock here in the first quarter, it's going to be a handoff up to the senior West. He's going to pick up seven as they gash his Tiger defense early.
3: De Camillo and McKee in on the tackle for Marple Newtown. And as you said, there. Two good runs they
4: ripped off here in the first three plays. Well, in this type of defense, you're going to have to stay at home, see, because they're going to be optioning it and just trying to find that little crease. They come out on the wishbone once again. It's going to be a handoff to West, up the gut. He's going to be hit before the first down marker. It's going to bring up third down and one. Great
3: job by those middle linebackers to come and make a play. As you said, you got to play disciplined football. Sounds assignment football here. Uh, against an offense like this. Always a hard offense to defend. And I know Coach Gicking has prepared his team for
4: tonight's game. Big third down and one from the 41-yard line. Wishbone handoff. It's going to go to the west. He's going to pick up the first down and spin off a Tiger defender. He's going to be all the way down to the 36-yard line.
3: DiCamillo getting in on the tackle, but not before another. Garnet first down. This is what their offense is made of. They'll keep going with three, four yards a gain, um, and then they'll, they'll put it in the air, some out, some play action passes, and that's how they get
4: you here. Wishbone offense once again for Handy. He's got three backs. It's going to be a read. It's going to go to West, who's going to go up the gut and pick up a gain of six. So they, they continue to go with this five, six yards of carry on the opening drive. Mm-hmm. And, and
3: it's so tough to defend because you got to worry about the two other backs. In the backfield. you don't know if the quarterback's going to pull it, going to hand it off, going to pitch it. What he's going to do there, come back with a counter. So you got to be, you know, you can't really attack like you want to because you got to play
4: so disciplined. Second down and four. Hamby comes out in the wishbone once again. It's going to be an option to the outside. It's going to pitch it. And it's going to be dragged out. West is going to be pushed out of bounds. Good play by the Tigers' edge.
3: It's number 86, Ryan Schneider, who made an excellent play there. I mean, he read read the quarterback as soon as he pitched. He flipped his hips and forced the running back out of bounds.
4: That's exactly how you do. That. That's textbook play there by Schneider. Absolutely. Talking about staying at home. As his role on the outside, you can't allow these Jaguar offensive players to get to the outside. Hamby comes out, third down and six, wishbone formation. It's going to be a handoff to West, who's going to follow his blockers up the middle. He's going to be short. It's going to be fourth down and one. Yep, fourth down and one.
3: So, they inch closer there. That's a... Got a full yard, so, yeah, that's inches. Actually, I could see the yard marker, so they're obviously going to go for it here. Big, big play here for the
4: Marlboro-Newtown defense to try to get off the field. Big play early on in this one from Garner Valley High School. Fourth down and inches. Hamby under center. It's going to be a read. It's going to be a lost ball. Hamby dives on it. It's going to depend who has it. And that might have, if they recovered that, it might be beyond. This, the yard mark. That might have helped them. That fumble. So the ball was loose. The referees are gathered at the twenty-five yard line. You can't f- fumble forward, correct, Steve? Because if that was a loose ball, Marple Newtown would still up team possession. Yeah, it's true. That's on fourth down. Coach Gicking is almost out to midfield, and yelling at the coach. You
3: yeah, you can't. You, yeah, you can't fumble forward on a fourth down play. That's a missed call right there by the referee. Eric, you have any idea about that forward fumble?
5: Well, that's the referee's explaining something to Coach Dick right now. Uh, I didn't get a translation on that at all. I don't. I, I guess they just <laughs> miscalled called there. Miss call.
4: All right, we're gonna have keep you posted on that one. Hamby he comes out from the twenty-five yard line. It's going to be an option. He's going to keep it along the outside. he got running room. He's going to pick up the first down. It's going to be an 11, 12-yard carry for the quarterback. Yep, and right after that
3: big play on fourth down, whatever that was, uh, handy this time keeps, as you said, taking it to West and going right off tackle for another
4: Garnet Valley first down. They're having their way right now with the Marble newtown defense. Defenses. Have their back against the wall as they come out. Three wide receivers set. West the lone running back for Hamby. It's going to be a, a handoff to West who's going to be blown up at the line of scrimmage. Great job there. Looked
3: like McEwen and Matt McKay came on in the blitz there, made the play. So good job for only about a gain of two yards.
4: With seven minutes to go early in this first quarter, Jaguars are driving to have the ball in the red zone of Marple Newtown. Ball is spotted on about the 14 yard line as Handy comes out. Two wide receivers set. He's going to put a man in motion. It's going to be a pitch to the outside. He's going to find the crease. He's going to be tackled at the eight yard line. That was Guy. Carmen Christian with the tackle. Buttermore got the pitch. Steve, their main wide receiver on the outside. Yeah, they, sent, they, always, they love to send Buttermore in in motion,
3: and this time, usually to throw off the defense, keep him honest. But this time, they pitch it to him as Hamby puts a nice toss to Buttermore. He gets close to a first down. Jaguars
4: can still pick up the first down. Third down and one. It's gonna be a hand, it's gonna be a pitch to the outside, and he is gonna be stacked up by Abel Hoff. Going to be it's cool. going to be close. That's at the three. They're going to move them. First and goal, gentlemen. First down and goal for the Jaguars. And that was the 13th play. 59
0: yards so far. 14th play coming up.
4: First and goal from the three-yard line. And be under center. It's going to be a handoff to West. The senior will get a touchdown, and Garnet Valley strikes first.
3: And Nice drive there put together by Garnet Valley. Fourth down conversion, couple third down conversions. I believe this is the first opening drive touchdown Marple Newtown's defense has allowed all season long.
4: In the attempt, the extra point is number 10, Jacob Buttermore. Kick is up, and the kick is no good. It seems that a tiger got his hand on it, but Jaguars get touchdown off of Wes's handoff off the gut. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's
7: hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Wow.
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 6.15
4: 6.15 on the clock. Jaguars get on the board first. Six to nothing. Kicking off for the Jaguars is their junior wide receiver, Jacob Buttimore. He's going to squib it, and Schneider's going to get it. He's going to roll all the way to the 40. So good starting position for the Tigers.
3: Just a case, I guess, keeping away from Hoff, but that was a really short dribbler. Great job by Schneider to pick it up and get what he can get. As Pele is going to take over with outstanding field position. So far, but on Garner Valley's side, on defense, look out for both DNs, Granahan and Brown, the seniors. They will get after the quarterback tonight on passing
4: situations. Paoletti on the season has thrown for 845, including eight touchdowns. He's going to find his main target in Abel Hoff, who has 11 touchdowns on the season. Paoletti in the pistol. He's going to look to his left and is batted down, Steve. One guy to keep an eye on, number 52. Yep, 52 comes in and
3: makes the play. Great job by him there to leap up and put his hands up there and bat it down. So good job by Corner Valley
4: on first and ten on defense. The linebacker, Shane Donegan, comes up with that swat, bringing up second down and ten from the 41-yard line for the sophomore quarterback, Anthony Paoletti. Four wide receiver set. Hoff in motion. It's going to be a misdirection. As Paoletti's going to keep it and be whacked in uh, lot behind the line of scrimmage, Steve.
3: Yeah, It's a fake there. The Paoletti, they're not fooled. The defense is not fooled on that one. As Paley's met immediately in the backfield. So, Marblutown Town already faced with a third and long situation here on their first drive. Down 6 nothing. Third
4: down and 12. For the Tigers early on. Five thirty on the clock. Four wide receiver set pistol formation. Marlon Weathers, the lone running back, Hoff the wide receiver on the far side. Low snap, Paoletti looks up, he's going to launch it deep down the sidelines, he has a wide receiver, Abelhoff, it's going at the 10, he's going to be tripped up at the 5, what a pass by Anthony Paoletti
3: to the old Delco product, Abelhoff. What an outstanding job, that offensive line gave great protection there, Paleetti stood in the pocket, stepped up. And made a heck of a throw to a wide open Abel Hoff, who just caught barely. Marble is gonna make sure they can punch this in here.
4: 54 yard completion from Anthony Paoletti to Abel Hoff. Marble Newtown's in business.
3: And that, they can hurt you on that. There's deep passes, and Abelhoff is a home run threat for Marble Newtown. What, what a great job
4: by him there. Paoletti comes out. Two tight ends set. It's going to be a handoff to Abelhoff off the right side. He's not going to find much. About a yard. Yep. Good job by Garner Valley. Defense there. You're going to send it down to Eric. What a beautiful pass from Paoletti.
5: Yeah, that, that was a nice ball right there. Um, it, actually, if he led him a little bit more, it probably would have been a touchdown. But nonetheless, great ball. Kind of like what we alluded to in the pregame. Garnet Valley's got some holes in that secondary. And right there, Abel Hoff just ran right through their secondary for a long pass.
4: Thank you, Eric. Second down and goal. And I don't know who was in uh, running back on that play, but. It was Abel Hoff. Okay. He. It's going to be a fake to Abel Hoff. It's going to be a fade to the end zone. Incomplete for Marcus he, Weathers, but it looked he, like he, he was, interfered with. He was all over him there. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you like the matchup on the outside, but you're not allowed to touch the wide receiver nah. when he goes up for the ball. Steve, do you do you agree
0: with the fade play this early in football players' careers? I mean, there's only about three quarterbacks in the NFL that I've really seen been able to do. Well, it. if you if you see, and then plus you know, I mean, Marcus is the correct wide receiver to yeah, throw. He's it's all very about the
3: tall. Up because if you look at the cornerback on that side, he's a lot shorter than Marcus. So I'm sure they priced it all week long. But if you're going to throw it to someone, it is Marcus. Weathers.
4: Paoletti, third down and goal from the six-yard line. Four wide receivers set. Abel Hoff is in the slot. Marlon Weathers is going to protect Paoletti. Rolls out to his left. He's going to throw it to the end zone. Intended for Abel Hoff. And he was draped all over him. That's going to bring out a flag. There's one in the middle of the field, one in the corner in the end zone where Hoff is. So it's going to depend on the call. Uh, it's either going to be on all set because it's going to be on the offense and defense. Or...
3: Yep, it's going to be both, both on Garner Valley. So Marvin is going to be set up perfectly. First down and goal.
4: First down and goal for the Tigers off the penalty. It's a, it's going to be automatic first, correct, Steve? Yep, they're going to flip those markers, make it a first down. <clears throat> it's a big call because both passers are in the phase of the end zone. The first try with Marcus Weathers, they don't get it. They go right back to Abel Hoff, get the flag. Or oh, it's third. They're marking a third down, though. I don't understand why that's not automatic uh, it's first a high down. School,
3: high school rule, I guess. You just get
4: the yards, not the not the down. So it's gonna be third down and goal from the three this time. Four wide receiver receivers set. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion. Paoletti's going to roll that way. He's going to throw it back to him. He's going to throw it, and it's going to be incomplete. It's going to be fourth down and goal from the three yard line. And Coach Gicking's going to take the points. He's going to bring out Lambricius. But they're letting him play early on.
3: Still baffled with that fourth down call Garner Valley had. The forward fumble on fourth down, which, you know, nonetheless, Lambrito's coming on to get Marble on the board, and this is big because they're only down 6 nothing here,
4: so this will make it a one-possession game. Lambrito's in the kick, a 20-yard field goal, he's currently 4-7 on this season with a long of 45. It's going to be out of a Carmen Christiana hold, and it's going to be up, and the kick is going to be good. Marple Newtown gets on the board, trailing 6-3 to three on the clock with three, four minutes in this first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
0: Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a general approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances including most HMOs as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tiger's Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300.
4: Lambrizios chips in a 20-yard field goal. Tigers trail 6-3 to three of four minutes on the clock. Back to return for Garnet Valley is Danny Guy and Manbeck. Lambregios boots it. It's going to be from the one-yard line for Manbeck, who's going to take it up the gut. He's going to put the brakes on. He's going to be free, he makes a move. He's going to be tackled back down at the 38, Whether there's a flag down at the 24-yard line in the area holding. Yep, yeah, going to be a
3: clip or a hold on Garnet.
4: Most likely to be a spot foul. It's going to be a hold against the Jaguar, so that's going to push him back. Eric, you, did you get an explanation along the sidelines on that forward fumble, though?
5: You know, I tried to get the ref's attention a few times on the sidelines here, but he, he kind of gave me the uh, kind of ignored me there. I was walking by, he was kind of like, "I'm busy," so I, I still haven't got that, but I'm gonna work on that for this quarter here today. Thank
4: you, Eric. As that kept the Jaguar drive alive, that was capped off by the West touchdown. Garna Valley comes out. Ball is gonna be spotted on the 15-yard line for Hamby running that wishbone-style offense for the Jaguars. He's going to come out. It's going to be a handle to the outside. He's going to put a juke move on. It's going to be tackled by Geno DiCamillo after a pickup of four. Good job by Gino, but as
3: I said, they'll take three, four, five yards each, each play here, try to move it
4: downfield, and they're doing a good job. Pickup of four. Makes it second down and six for Hamby. Comes out three wide receiver set. Hamby is going to play at. It's a good play action fake. It's going to be a handoff up the gut to West. who picks up the first down and more. He's going to be down after a 12-yard pickup. And Hoff comes in the tackle. His helmet pops off. So Hoff will lead the game for one play as Taron Johnson, the sophomore, will enter the game at left cornerback. Theron's done a good job, though, in the secondary this season for being such a young sophomore. He definitely has. Hamby comes out three wide receiver set. West, the lone running back. It's going to be an option. It's going to go to West, and he's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. He's hit immediately by Camillo and
3: Kyle, Kyle Kelly, number 53. So great job to play disciplined football there by Kelly, as well as... Camillo coming from his linebacker position to
4: meet the running back at the line of scrimmage. Camillo came in as the Tigers' leading tackler with 49, but we've already called his name a few times. He's into the 50s. Second down and 10, wishbone formation for Hamby. It's going to be option, pitches it to the outside. He's going to be tackled by the cornerback. 86. And that's going to pick up six as he was able to put the Jets on to the outside. And it's Schneider again. It's his, his responsibility to get that pitch
3: man in. Initially, he gets beat to the outside, but he recovers so well there. I believe the cornerback forced him in, Kostak, on the right side. And Schneider was
4: able to hunt him down, bring up a big third down here. Marl trying to get off the field. Buttermore got the pitch and went to the outside. Third down and four from the 35-yard line. Big play early in this one. Wishbone formation for Hamby. It's going to be a keeper by Hamby who's going to continue to drive his legs. It's going to depend on the spot. He was hit in the backfield but continued to lower his shoulder. They're going to give it to him. And they're going just... to give it to him. That was close, too, because he got tripped up in the backfield. He Jaguars... lunched forward and just got it. Jaguars continue to... Up-tempo style offenses. They come out early. Hamby's going to look to the sideline almost like a Chip Kelly formation, maybe audible. He's going to give a single to Buttimore to wide receiver, to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to West, and he's going to continue to chop his feet still up, and he's going to pick up nine. He is giving the Tigers fits. He is a big back number one,
3: Derek West. you got to stay low on him, try to chop him down low,
4: because he just lowers that shoulder and rumbles forward. There's only one minute remaining in this first quarter. Jaguars scored off a west touchdown. Tigers responded with a Lambrizio's 20-yarder, but the Jaguars are driving. Wishbone formation for Hamby, second down and one. It's going to go the west up the gut. He fakes me out. It goes with Hamby to the outside. The quarterback keeper picks up the first down. He's down to the Marple Newtown 45. Good fake there
3: by Damby. Or Hamby, excuse me, to keep that. If they get to West, they're so keyed on West, the big back. This time they keep it and go off tackle. Eighth play of this drive
4: coming up. It's going to be the last play of the quarter as there's 20 seconds remaining here in the first. Hamby, wishbone formation. He's going to look to the sidelines. it's going to be a... A fake to West, and it's gonna be a keeper. He's still on his feet. He's at the 20, one man to beat. Johnson takes him down at the seven
3: yard line. Great job by Johnson to recover there and make a play. That's a touchdown saving tower coming across field from the left cornerback position to bring him down, but great run there by Hamby.
4: And that will conclude the first quarter. Jaguars in Marple Newtown territory lead six to three. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
6: Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, VA brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos.
4: Welcome back. After the first quarter, Jaguars lead 6-3 to three after the great running attack by Derek West. He is going right down the field. Uh, the best thing for Marble's defense is to get that end of the first quarter, give
3: himself a little rest here, regroup, get some coaching by Coach Gicking
4: on the sideline see if they can make a stop here, force a field goal or a turnover. Ball is spotted on the 7-yard line. It's going to be first and goal from the 7. Still waiting for the signal, but this Jaguar rushing tack is lethal. Can be under center. Two wide receivers set to the far side. It's going to be a hand, a hand, off to West. He's going to bounce off a defender. He's going to be taken down by Turner on the five. Yep, Turner comes
3: in, makes the play, as well as Dolgarian and others. As West takes the handoff from his quarterback there on first down. So it's so hard because Hamby... Rolls out every time he, he hands it off to West, he'll, he'll carry out that fake to the outside, but other times he'll just he'll take it himself. So,
4: again, you have to be so disciplined on the defensive side of the ball to stop them. West has 50 yards in a touchdown after the first. It's going to be an option by Hamby, who's going to sidestep a defender and he's going to find the end zone. And there you go. This time he rolls out,
3: fakes it to West, pulls it the last second, and rolls out. Tiger defenders crashing, thinking West has it. And Hamby has it and takes it outside for another Garner Valley touchdown.
4: Garner Valley up 12-3. to three. In the kick, the extra point is Jacob Buttermore. It's a clean snap. Kick is up. The kick is no good once again. Jaguars lead 12-6 to with eleven eighteen in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
0: Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today.
4: Welcome back after the Jaguar quarterback keeper puts it to twelve to six. Buttermore's kick is up. It's gonna be a squibber, it's almost like an onside kick. And it's a good job by the big man up at the forty four yard line, Steve. Yeah, D. Camilla comes up. As they tell you, plays shortstop at that
3: front line on the fifty yard line. And, uh, Was that supposed to be a squibber?
4: It's almost like it's an onside kick.
0: I mean, I guess they don't want to get any, if any sort of offense on special teams. But you know what? I'll take this. We'll take it. I mean, look, if they're going to give it, you got to take
4: it. Okay, comes out for his second drive. Pistol formation, four wide receiver set. Fallows the lone running back. He's going to look to his right. He's going to throw it over the top. Intended for Rufo. Incomplete, dangerous, almost intercepted. Yeah, a dangerous throw. Looked like Rufo got his route
3: cut off short by the defender. But luckily, incomplete pass, bringing up second down for
4: Marple. Zach Connor in on the coverage. The senior safety almost read the route. As Marple Newtown's in exchange. In comes Weathers, out goes Rufo. Marple Newtown's offensive line has to get a push. This is a strong Garnet
3: Valley team. They have 18 players in the 1,000 pound club, which is actually most
4: in school history. Four wide receivers set. Marcus Weathers on the far side. They're going to play able in motion is going to look to his right. It's going to be a screen pass that's intercepted. It's going to be intercepted at the 35-yard line. The big man puts his hand up and comes down with it. Garner Valley
3: does such a great job of putting your hand up, batting the play down. This time it flies in the air and heads up play by the defender to pick it off. Marpa Newtown's defense right back on the field. And this is a huge possession for them. You do not want to go down three scores to Garner Valley. This defense has to come up big here
4: for this offense. Pat Bonner comes up with the interception for the Jaguars with 11:23 23 on the clock. They're in Marple Newtown territory. Ball is spotted on the 34. Hamby under center. It's going to be a read option. It's going to go to west, sides up the tackler, but nothing more after that, Gino DiCamillo and company. Great job by Kyle Kelly to rip him down.
3: Good job on first down for this defense. As I said, you have to get off the field here, not giving up any points or maybe just holding them to a field goal because you let up a touchdown here. You're down
4: by three scores early here in the Mm -hmm. second quarter. And that was just a case of the Pale interception. He tried to throw that screen pass, and the defensive lineman ready and put his hand up and just luckily came down with it. Hamby comes out, three wide receivers set, West alone running back. They're going to put guy in motion. He's going to be an option to the outside. It's going to be a keeper by Hamby. Picks up the first down. He's going to be down at the 22 yard line. So Marple Newtown looks like they're not containing the edge. Something we said in pregame. Yeah, and you got to worry about up the gut there,
3: giving it to Derek West as Hamby will all day long just keep taking it and rolling it to the outside. Eric, it looks like Coach Gicking is giving it to the ref right
5: now. Yeah, you know, I think it just stems from a little frustration uh, for what's going on in the game right now. He was complaining about, he thought there should have been a penalty there, but he's, he seems just frustrated overall.
4: It's going to be a handoff off the West. He's going to pick up three, but Mark, it looks like the Jaguars continue to use that rhythm offensive line. Yeah, first down, they're getting three, four yards. Second down, it
3: looks like they usually pick up that first down and they're getting close to one. So they're having their way right now, but again, it's just a matter of, you know, Marper Newtown playing disciplined football. And again, it's so hard for you to attack like you want to. You know, in most weeks that we see more, he's not far off the ball, make plays in the back. Would be, but in an offense like this, you gotta play sound
4: football. Nine thirty on the clock. Tigers trail twelve to three. Hamby's gonna keep it. It's gonna be a rollout to the outside, and he's gonna be smacked by Geno DiCamillo. DiCamillo, and guess who? Noah Turner. What an outstanding play!
3: I believe Turner was opposite side defensive end. I could be wrong. Um, it's going
4: to be a two-yard
3: loss put, off the handoff. You know, it's a simple sweep play, roll-out sweep play by Hamby, and those two guys come in and make an outstanding play. So big third down here. As we talked about, Marple needs to get off the field here with either three points or nothing.
4: Five wide receiver set, third down and ten from the 22-yard line. They're going to put Buttermore in, uh, in motion. It's going to be a fake pitch. It's going to be a handoff off the middle. And that's going to be another touchdown for Garnet Valley.
3: And that's a great play. A fake toss. Counter inside. And what a great play call there by Garnet Valley to counter defensive formation by Marple Newtown. And just like that, Garnet Valley's up three scores.
4: Danny Guy. Rumbles his way in for a Jaguar touchdown, pending the extra point. It is eighteen to three, Garnet Valley. Buttimore in the kick it, and there's going to be a flag thrown. They got too many men on the field. No, nope. he's going to wave it off.
3: That's pathetic. <laughs> Don't stop the play if you you know you can't count right.
0: Sorry, but I completely agree. I, I really it's
4: unbelievable. You can't count now. Kick is up. It's gonna make it nineteen to three, Garnet Valley with less than ten minutes to go in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities
1: for over 75 years we specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures we also do mirrors tabletops fogged or cracked window repairs even storms and screens our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs so come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 westchester pike in havertown pennsylvania and go tigers
4: Welcome back after the touchdown by Guy gives Garnet Valley a 19-3 lead. Back to return the kick is Johnson and Abel Hoff. Buttermore in the kick it away. This is the most points Marple Newtown has given up all season. Yes, it has. Previously, it was
3: only 14 at Penwood. Only getting up double digits twice: Penwood and last week Costoga. But so far, they've given up 19 points here in the first half. With a lot of time left in the second quarter. Uncharacteristic of Marble, but again, when you're facing an offense like this, such a hard-running attack, it's tough to
4: defend and. I'm sure they're going to make some key adjustments at halftime. 8.43 on the clock. It's going to be another squibber once again. Gino DiCamillo falls on it. Ball is going to be spotted on the 39. So the Marple Newtown offense has good field position once again. That third time in a row they have to capitalize here. Um,
3: they got to score point. They, uh, they got a score touchdown here. Unfortunately, they couldn't score on that first drive where Hoff was wide open. I mean, he just got caught and fell down.
4: But they need, they need points here, prefer, preferably at six points in the end zone. Four wide receivers set for Paoletti, who sets up in the pistol. He's going to throw in the direction of Marcus Weathers. Two to all for him. That's
3: still a high. And Marbury Town saw something on film. They saw what Haverford could do about you know, being able to throw the ball in the secondary and yeah, They're going to keep letting Paoletti step back, three five-step drops, and letting it rip. They think they have something there.
0: Yeah, I mean he's one for eight so far. They they got it to try to keep it keep
4: keep it going, maybe get into some type of rhythm, right, Steve? Four wide receiver set for Paoletti, pistol formation. He's gonna be looking to his left, he's gonna sidestep a defender, and he's gonna throw it away before being sacked on the thirty yard line. Yep. He just gets it away. It goes past the line of scrimmage near a receiver, so no intentional ground there, but a big third down. Here for Marple Newtown. And that tells you the game, Steve. Garner Valley's at third down and three, third down and four. Marple Newtown's been facing a third down and ten on their first three drives. And just, you know, Garner Valley's playing great
3: defense. They're getting pressure on the quarterback, on Paoletti, and they're covering Marple Newtown receivers.
4: The receivers aren't getting open besides that one play to Hoff. Hoff on the far side, four wide receivers set for Paoletti. He's going to be rolling to his right. He's going to throw it deep down the field. Intended for Rufo. Incomplete. And then bring in Riley. Filming the sophomore punter. Is going to try and flip the field position. Yep. Marlboro Mar- 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 un- unable to answer.
2: Uh-
3: following. 31-0. Two straight touchdowns by Garner Valley. So Garner Valley with 13 unanswered
4: points here in the second quarter. Fourth down and 10. Back to return for Garnet Valley he is Manbeck and Guy out of a film and punt. Clean snap. It's going to be a squibber. It's going to take a bounce and it's going to roll out of bounds. Mould's going to be spotted at the 35-yard line. They're gonna they're gonna keep moving down the field. They're gonna give him the thirty, but it was a squib kick. Well, yeah. Side of his foot. We used to see him filming hit those spiral
3: punts with a lot of hang time, but uh, there just got off the, went off the side of his foot. Not a horrible punt. Did flip some field position there. Garbauer's gonna start at the thirty yard line.
4: 8.31 on the clock for Garnet Valley to begin from the 30-yard line. 31-yard punt, Steve, to be exact. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be an option. It's going to go the west, up the middle. It's going to be a pickup of two.
2: tackle
4: by For the 32. The job there. Looked like
3: Weathers and Turner in on the tackle for Marple Newtown.
2: Boy.
4: Eric, what does Marple Newtown have to do on the sideline? It looks like Coach is trying to get his troops ready.
5: Yeah, it's just it has been disappointing so far. They got Coach just has to motivate them, keep their heads up. This game isn't over yet. Um, you know, try to get them back in the game, but their heads are down right now. That's a big issue.
4: Wes is going to take a handoff up the gut, and he's going to pick up the first down. Ball's going to be spotted on the 44-yard line.
3: Wes takes it up the middle again for a first down. So he's been having a lot of success up the middle there. And when you have that success up the middle, it opens up Hamby, faking it and rolling it outside, which we've
4: seen a few times. Wishbone formation for Hamby. It's going to be an option. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's going to be whacked at the 48. He's going to lean forward into Marple Newtown territory. Ball is going to be spotted on the 49. There you have it.
3: You fake it to West this time. Hamby rolls out to the left side. Gets close to another.
4: Jaguars first down. Hamby picks up six on it. So it's going to set up second down and four. Wishbone formation for Hamby. It's going to be a handoff up the gut to West. And he's going to pick up a big chunk of yards. Pick up of nine and another Jaguar first down. And Garner Valley is content with, you
3: know, there's two plays there. Either up the middle with West or coming off tackle with Hamby off the fake to West. And until Marple Newtown can stop it, I don't
4: see them doing anything else. Six minutes and 30 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Marple Newtown trails 19-3. to Wishbone formation for Hamby. It's going to be an option to the outside. Hamby's going to keep it still on his feet. He's going to pick up another first down. Ball is going to be spotted on the 30. There you go, Hamby again. So they go back
3: to the QB keeper there off the fake handoff to number one, Derek West, and Corner Valley with another first down.
5: Eric, what's going on the sidelines? Because this Tiger defense looks exhausted. Yeah, I mean, they've been on the field for the majority of the game so far. I mean, Garnet Valley's running down their throats. They're tired. It's obvious right now, and they're giving up plenty of chunks of yards each play.
4: It's going to be a handoff to West. He's going to be tackled by Noah Turner, but not after a pick up a seven. They're just controlling the line of scrimmage yeah. and pushing Marple Newtown backwards. That's, that's why Corner Valley has a record of fifty-six and seven in the Central League since
3: coming in at two thousand and eight. Again, they don't have maybe one or two guys, but. They do many players that go both ways, and Maupin-Newtown is having trouble uh, keeping up because a lot of these guys, the, the whole defensive line, are
4: two-way starters besides trainer. Wishbone formation, second down and three. It's going to go the west, up the gut. No returner once again. Stopping West, but appears before the first down marker. It's going to be third down and about two. So this is going to be a big play early in this one. And Marvin Hillen makes an adjustment. They put DiCamillo, the middle linebacker, over
3: the center to play nose. He shoots the gap, the A gap, to the right on the right side of the defense. And... Gets West's leg to trip him up as Turner finishes him off. So, huge third
4: down here for the defense. Third down from the 22. They need to get to the 20. Hand under center, two wide receiver. It's going to be an option. He's going to go off the left tackle. West is going to pick up the first down and get to the 15. <laughs> Seven-yard pickup for West, who is well on his way to the century yard mark. Yeah, he's having a great first half here. For
3: Garnet Valley, as they're just chewing up clock, tiring out this Tigers defense, which is essentially tiring out their offense because yeah, these guys got to get ready, go back on offense when
4: they get the ball back. West through the first half currently has 20 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. There's a timeout on the field by Marple Newtown. They trail 19 to 3. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching
0: for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in Northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com.
4: We welcome you back to Moda Frank Stadium, Tiger Trail 19-3. First in and goal for the Jaguars on the 15-yard line as Hamby comes out in wishbone once again. Tiger stacking the box. It's giving me an option. It's going to go to West up the gut. Marple Newtown. Marple Newtown is not full.
3: Yep. Good job there defensively by Marple. Newtown. A great timeout by Coach Gicking to give this guys a rest, give him a little water break, talk over some strategy. But no, good job there on first down by the defense. It's going to be
4: tackled by. A key two-yard pickup, second down and eight. They can still get a first down. handy comes out under center. Two wide receivers set. Marble Newtown blitzes. It's gonna be. Guy along the outside. So that's that option to the outside that Garnet Valley scored on last time. He's going to be close to the first down marker. Ball's going to be spotted on the eight. It's going to be third down and three. Last second, Mark put a
3: guy over the nose. I
0: couldn't tell if it was DiCamillo or McKay, but 11th play of this drive coming up. 62 yards so far for Garnet Valley. They put a guy right over the nose. That seems to be working. Um, for
3: any
4: of those plays up the gut,
3: so we'll see if they continue with that.
4: Third down and three, Hamby comes out, wishbone, Marple Newtown brings a blitz. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, first down and more. He's going to be down at the three-yard line. Marple Newtown defense is
3: just tired. They've been on the field for a long time. As we talked about a lot of these guys
4: are both ways compared to Garnet Valley. With only three minutes remaining in this one. Garnet Valley trying to put the final nail in the coffin to end the tremendous first half. Wishbone formation. It's going to be a handoff to West who's going to be stacked up and they're going to mark him in for another touchdown. West's second touchdown of the day. entire Marlboro
3: newtown defense lets up the fourth touchdown of the game. Garnett gets a good push up front on the left side of the line, gives it to West, feeds him once again, and he dives forward on a second effort to put Garnet Valley up
4: 25-3 to pending the extra point. But 244 in the second quarter, West has ran 23 times for 102 yards and two touchdowns. What an effort by the senior. Baltimore's kick is up. The kick is good. That is going to Give Garnet Valley a 27 to 3, 26 to 3 lead in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
0: Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. 2.44
4: remaining in the first half. Marble Newtown trails 26-3. Jaguars are hitting on all cylinders, especially their offensive line going down the field. Every drive seems to be 12-13 plays and finding the end zone. Buttermore in the kick this one away. Johnson and Hoff to return. Up for the Tigers is DiCamillo. And it's going to be a squibber. It's going to roll down. It's going to be spotted on the 30-yard line to begin this drive. So if you're Marple Newtown, Steve, you have yet to see a run play, basically. Do you try and get some momentum running the ball? Because it seems that the defensive ends are just pinning their ears back and going after Paoletti. You won't be surprised if they
3: have Paoletti turn around and hand it off to the running back. This time, Fallos is
4: in the game. Three wide receivers set. Fallos, the run, running back. Haletti pistol formation. He's going to look to his right. No one's home. He's going to continue. He's going to sidestep. He's going to roll to the outside. Chuck it down the field. Intended for Abel Hoff. They're going to mark it incomplete. He slid out of bounds. Yeah, Corner
3: Valley Secondary is doing a great job. Nobody is open. Um, for the listeners out there, wonder why Paletti has you know, a bunch of incompletions there. I mean, they're doing a great job covering it. Offensive line's not doing a bad job protecting. Paletti by some time, there, tries to run to the right side and launches it to half, but it just goes out of
4: bounds. Bring up second down. Second down and 10 from the 30-yard line. Marcus Weathers comes out near side. Three wide receiver set. Sophomore is in the pistol. It's going to be another pass. This time he's going to roll back to his left and flick it intended for Abel Hoff. He seemed like he wasn't even done his route yet because he slid back to try and come down with it.
3: Yeah, just short to Hoff. He had him open, just... Looked like he threw it off his back foot across his body and falls incomplete third down and ten.
0: Now, Steve, is there something that you know they're seeing that they think that the the passing game is going to be a little? I mean, I know they're they're behind and, and they, they need points and they got to move the ball, but you know we're looking at one for twelve for for Paoletti. You start to wonder does that hurt his confidence? Uh, We've only ran the ball
3: twice. They, they've seen something in film where they can beat him in the passing game. So right now you're third and ten. It's, it's, like it's an obvious passing situation.
4: Paley's okay, going to roll to his right. They're going to throw a wheel route. The Rufo comes down with it at the 50-yard line. He's going to be taken down at the 40. So Marble Newtown has some life here at the end of the first half. It look like that wheel route, Rufo going along the sidelines. Great job.
3: Great route by Rufo. Thirty one yards. Runs the wheel up the right sideline towards the Garnet Valley bench, and Pele wow. delivers a dime right to him in stride for a huge Tiger first down. Well, there you go, Steven. That's gotta be a huge
0: confidence boost for this young oh,
3: man.
4: Without a doubt. Two minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Marble Newtown's in Garnet Valley territory. Marple Newtown still talking about the play. They're going to put four wide receivers set. Abel Hoff in motion to the far side. He's going to be rolling to his left. They're going to throw it. Screen pass. It's going to be caught by Carmen Christiana back to the near side. And he's going to be short of a first down, but it's going to be a pick of a nine. Great job there
3: by Pelletti. Buying time on the screen pass. But there's defensive lineman rushed and then he just dumps it off to his wide receiver, Carmen that, Christiana. And as you said, that's also, you know, when you're one for twelve, you, you complete a big wheel route and then you know a pass. like like so, a back to back completion for Pele, big confidence booster.
4: Weather's in the slot for wide receiver. Pele's gonna roll to his left, he's gonna launch it toward the end zone. That's gonna be nearly intercepted. Intended for Abel Hall, but nobody was home. Not sure if there was confusion on that.
0: You know, it's a shame with one yard. Although we're at third and one, okay. Well, I thought that was third and one. (laughs) You know what? After last week I was that was it. I was probably gonna resign if that but okay. So now is this? Now they've been obviously they've been throwing a lot. Steve, is this is this an obvious pass play with one yard to go? No, nah, I mean can, they, they can put it on the
4: ground here. I mean okay. you've got a minute oh 09. You have two timeouts to use, so you got some some leverage yeah. in your I play mean, call.
3: Yeah, you have exactly. As okay, as Dave said, I mean you. I do see They're going go under center here. So, yep.
4: uh oh. Under center, four wide receivers. He's going to take a quarterback sneak. He's going to pick up the first down. That, that will stop the clock.
3: Good job. Yeah, they'll stop the clock for the chain crew to reset, and you know, get your big back under center, push forward, and get a
4: first down. So fresh set of downs for Marple Newton as they're driving. They reset. He goes into the pistol. He's going to look to his left. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to throw it over the middle. And it's going to be batted down. Tremendous play in the secondary to bat that away from Abel Hoff. And Pele got clocked at the end of that. If he
3: was able to get rid of that clean, he might have had better throw there to Hoff. But, but Steve,
0: that just shows that play right there, the future of this quarterback. It's too bad that Abel Hoff's not a freshman or a sophomore. I mean, <laughs> hey, he, got put, Marlin. he put that the only place that it could be put, Exactly, Steve. yeah. I mean,
3: and, and he got whacked as soon as he he knew he was getting hit, too. It just shows the toughness of
4: Anthony Paoletti. And he keeps his eyes down the field, something you don't see with young quarterbacks. Four wide receiver, Kostak goes in motion. It's a rollout to his left. He's going to step up in the pocket, sidestep a tackler, and he is going to be tackled. Down at the 27, Marple Newtown's going to burn their second time out. They trail 26-3. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers,
1: Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, If you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454.
6: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
4: Ball is spotted on the 27-yard line. Marple Newtown's got to get nine yards. They're down in nine, but a minute to go.
0: Again, yeah, I mean, the, the one thing about this offense, they you know, they, they can easily put it in right from here, and, and there's plenty of space on the field. I think there's a lot of spacing that they always need, but plenty of space. Let's see what they can do, Dave.
4: Trips to the near side. Paletti comes out. Pistol formation. He's going to roll that way. He's going to throw a back. Intended for Marcus Weathers, who comes down with it. And he's going to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Ball's going to be spotted on about the 13 yard line. So, a good job by Weathers to come back there. Good
3: job by Paoletti, too, to roll out. And as you said, Weathers, great comeback route as he That's pulls first... that in and good. That's a first down. Yeah, it gets a first down and, and gets out of bounds. So,
4: I mean, great job by Weathers there to hold that in. 41 seconds remaining. Marple Newtown has four chances. They can still pick up a first down on the four-yard line. Spread formation. Mathis in the slot. Tailletti's looking to his left. He's going to throw in the direction of Abel Hoff. And... Mm. Incomplete, but there is a flag in the end zone as he was double covered, but Hoff almost came down with that.
3: Yeah, it looked like the defender got there late. And In, you know, hi, in high school, you're allowed to face, and there's no such thing as face guarding, but if you get there early, they're going to call it. That looks like pass interference on the defense. And as we saw before, I mean, it's first down there, so it doesn't matter about automatic first down, but as we saw before, there's no automatic first down in there's high no school. There's no automatic
4: touchdown either. As had one off the connection early on. a was stopped. The Marple Newtown was forced to kick a 20-yard field goal. But wait. They, they need seven here. So this ball's about the six and a
1: half.
4: So the ball's going to be on the six-yard line. First down and goal. Oh No, they're going to reset. So it's not goal yet. First, they okay. they dropped the sticks first, and then
3: they picked them up.
4: Paletti goes under center, spread formation. He's going to throw a fade intended for Marcus Weathers, incomplete in the corner in the end zone.
3: Just a little too much on that one. And they see a matchup um, that they like with Weathers on the outside. They're just Paoletti
0: a little think, overthrown. Again, I think from this, this point, you know, I know that that's a popular call from this part of the field, but it's so hard to throw. And uh, well, it's a 50 well, 50 ball. Have, I mean,
4: you're not going to run the ball. You're going to have to throw it somewhere. And you well, that I,
0: I'm up. not disagreeing with. I'm not disagreeing uh, with with not running the ball. We got 31 seconds remaining, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I, I, I'm I'm trying to understand the fade call.
4: Paletti under center, three, four wide receiver set. He's going to look the same direction. He's going to throw it to Marcus Weathers, who's going to reach over the defender. Incomplete. Almost came over, over the cornerback.
0: And
3: he goes right
4: back to that. So it's just a matter of getting the ball
3: in the right spot. Weathers almost had it on that one.
0: With one time out left, you you could get yourself another set of fresh downs. Right. And then 26 Point seven on the clock. I have the better vantage point in the booth here, ladies and gentlemen. This so is, we're in an obstructed we're, view. We're in all, all in agreement. This is four down territory. You got you have field to. goals not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, no, you have two more downs and you gotta score a touchdown. Yeah.
4: You gotta score okay. seven. And I look for number seven. It's gonna be trips to the far side, Mathis the low wide receiver on the near side, Fowls the running back. He's gonna roll to his left. He's gonna throw in the corner of the end zone, and it is gonna be caught. No, No, they're going to rip it it. out of his hands. He was almost down with it. He
3: almost had it. He did have Weathers, though, open. But, I mean, he had both guys open. Weathers was open on the underneath route there in the flat. But he goes to the backside corner route to Abel Hoff in his hands and out. I think the defender got his hands on it. It's a good play by Garnet
4: Valley, but... 20 seconds remaining, Steve. You need to go There's three yards. Marble Newtown possibly run the ball off here and try and pick it up. Spike the you ball. You've got to
0: give yourself another set of downs, I really think. I think if, you're, if you are yeah, I mean, go for it here, you might as well kick the field goal. I mean, Nah, the field goal does you no good here.
4: I understand that. They're going to burn their last time out.
0: <sighs> okay, so we'll keep it right here. We're, we're we're pretty good on the bills for the
4: first now, half, gentlemen.
0: <laughs> now
3: you're down twenty six to three. You need a touch on because then you get the ball back in the second half. You get some life. You have momentum going in the half. Philo's not going to do any good. And now they have
0: no timeouts, but they only they don't need a touch on a first down. We'll stop the clock. They can spike it real quick. That's um, what I'm going for. But I don't want to I don't want to put Paletti under center. We know what that's going to telepath to this sideline that's going to signal that he's going to run so I don't agree that, not that I don't think that was brought up but I don't want to put him under center after what we saw last well, week. Well
4: last week we saw fourth down they did the jet sweep to Hoff, and they completely saw it coming so it's going to be an interesting call they're either going to try and go to the edge and see if they're going to try and get able the ball or they try to do something else. What about a
0: hammer screen right here? Hey you know Playbooks open and right, it's risky. It down. Risky. Let's uh, throw it down to Eric. See what uh, what's happening on that sideline.
5: Well, it's a long conversation between Coach Gick and the offense right there. It, it's it's really do or die. Like you guys said here, you know, you, you have to get this first down. Um, you know, I, I'm looking. They're going to get the ball to Abel Hoff. I think that's a definite. We can all agree on here. So
4: fourth down and three, about 20 seconds on the clock before halftime. And they're going to do Paleetti in a far shotgun formation. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion, fake it to him. He's just going to launch it up, and that's going to be incomplete. I honestly don't know what that was, Steve.
3: I think they were trying. You saw it looked just If you saw it, let me explain it here. They, there was a longer, uh, Paley was about seven, eight yards back, so longer than a pistol formation. Uh, they sent Abel Hoff in motion to the right side, and as you saw, Paley grabbed the ball, went down low to make it look like he gave it to. Like a jet sweep. Yeah, gave it to Hoff, and then what they do with that is usually a tight end pop pass. Okay. Where initially, uh, no turn will block, and then come out real quick. Couldn't see if he was open or not, but with the rush that came in, he had no blocking, and you know it just disrupted the whole play. So, unfortunately, no points on the board.
4: Jaguars will just take a knee and go into the half. Marple Newtown will receive to begin the second half. They are down 26-3, to so they're going to have to try and call their way back into this one. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Ah!
0: Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Jim Allsman, Eric DiPentima, Steve Reynolds, and... Dave DePasqua,
4: Welcome you back to Garner Valley High School. Homecoming court just took place. Marble Newtown trying to spoil the homecoming festivities, but not after that rough first half. They're going to try and bounce back with a strong second half performance.
3: Yeah, it's uh, after Garner Valley marched down the field on Their first possession took the lead 6-0 after the failed extra point. Marpley Town connected big, 54-yard pass and catch from Paley to Hoff. Hoff. Hoff just got tripped up inside the 10-yard line, and they could only settle for a field goal, and then Garner Valley ripped off three straight touchdowns uh, behind Hamby and Derek West. And, and that's the difference. And the Marbley had a shot to put the ball in the end zone. I think it was the right decision to go for it on fourth down because the field goal wasn't going to do any good in this situation. Uh, but they were unable to convert. They'll get the ball in the second half here on offense, and you know, I have to get something going here. I'm sure Coach Gickens trying to keep their heads up high. And still a whole half of football to go. 24 minutes to go. So we'll see what Marble, Newtown can do coming out here.
0: Yeah, I and mean, if you look at these stats too for Garnet Valley, um, I'm looking at the offensive stat sheet, and uh, not even one pass. There's no quarterback even filled in there because uh, we haven't had a quarterback run a run a play, throw a pass. But West and uh, Hamby. Combined have uh, 34 rushes for 203 yards. Um, So uh, it's uh, interesting so far, to say the least, from that standpoint. Um,
4: Dave. Thank you, Jim. Marble Newtown's going to try and connect because they try to, in, at the end of this, in the second half, they try to throw it down the field. As we said in pregame, they're going to try and throw the ball, and that's what exactly what they are done. But the Garner Valley's secondary has done a phenomenal job. They're double-teaming Ava Hoff, forcing Rufo and Weathers to try and make some plays.
3: There's honestly been no open receivers, um, except a few times. A big pass to Hoff, a wheel route to Rufo, and a couple other times where uh, – they found Marcus Weather's, but honestly, the Garner Valley secondary has done such a great job. Um, you know. Keeping these receivers in check, and they've been getting, been, being able to get some pressure on Paoletti tonight. But for the most part, I think Marvin Newtown's offensive line has done a good job. But there's been sometimes in, been some breakdowns in uh, the protection, which has caused some problems for Paoletti And you know, down 26 of three, you have to get something going. Whether they you know try to, you know, keep it in the air or you know change up with a little running game or some screen passes, we'll see. But Marbletown, if they want to have a shot at You know, trying
4: to come back in this game. They're going to have to score here on the opening drive. Eric, your thoughts on the first half, and Marple Newtown just took the field to warm up. Have you heard anything trying to get them ready for the second half? So, first off, your thoughts in addition to what they can do as the second half adjustments?
5: Well, just my thoughts on uh, on that first half, just dominating, dominating by Garner Valley. It's crazy when the quarterback on, on Garner Valley didn't have to throw one pass. Y- you know, the offensive game, that, that wing T, that that uh, wishbone, and just their running game has just been dominant. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it in, in my uh, career covering games and watching games. That quarterback didn't have to throw one pass. Or the, the coordinator, the offensive coordinator, didn't have to call one pass. It's, it's mind-boggling. But I think the mindset of the Tigers going into the second half is kind of Kind of like... You know, it, it's you're down three, sco- you're down three scores right now. There's really nothing to lose. Just play hard, you know, do your best, see if you can crawl back in, and you know, if not, it's at least show some effort. That that's kind of what I, I expect, and I kind of think they're going to do. Just try to get back in the game, and you know, if not, you know, it's, next week's a new week.
4: Thank you, Eric. But first comes the play the second half from Mo to Frank Stadium. Tigers will get the ball begin the second half. I expect them to go down. The field and try and score. We're gonna step aside real quick. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
7: Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words it's not covered or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment,
0: 610-356-1344. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make Philadelphia pretzel because they have authentic genuine quality of a Philly pretzel they're always hot always fresh always a great deal when I go to the Philly pretzel factory I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel bring them to a sporting event a work party even for a quick snack and you can be sure that the Philly pretzel factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value stop in today at any of their locations including brewmarts Springfield, Falson, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel.
1: glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years we specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures we also do mirrors tabletops fogged or cracked window repairs even storms and screens our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs so come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 westchester pike in havertown pennsylvania and go tigers This
6: is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
4: We welcome you back to Moda de Franks Stadium, home of Central League's Garna Valley Jaguars. They lead... In almost every category in the first half, especially on the scoreboard where they converted, finding the end zone, leading this one 26-3. Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. What can Marple Newtown do to get back in this one, Steve?
3: Well, honestly, they're just going to have to... Get them turnovers, probably. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to start off with the ball in the first half. Um, we'll see what Garner Valley does. It's a squid kick or whatnot. But get good field position starting off. And, you know, I like to see him run the ball a little bit, maybe to Fallos or to uh, Marlon Weathers. And then, you know, we haven't seen any of the really hammer screens or swing passes too.
4: We haven't seen a swing pass tonight. That's to Abel
3: Hoff to get him in the open field. Even a jet sweep, I wouldn't mind. Just to get him in the open field, get him going a little bit, and just sustain a little drive here. Uh, You
0: know, get some points on the board. Would would the run, Steve, help accelerate that? Would it help position that particular game in place?
3: They're having success on the ground, yeah. But if, um, you know, the few times they did run the ball, Garner Valley stuffed them. So, you know, if they can pick up four or five yards here and there on a running play, it's going to help them in the passing game Mm -hmm. to open up some lanes. Because as we talked about, the secondary of Garner Valley has been solid, have created no separation for the wide receivers of Marple Newtown, except on a few plays, as we mentioned. So, you know, running game could help that, and, you know, we'll see what Coach Kicking goes to. Final thoughts before
4: the second half kicks off, Eric.
5: Well, I think you have to get the run game going. You have to get the run game going, a little bit of balance to open up the pass. I, I think Garnet Valley, all credit to their secondary, it's been really good, but the, uh, the play calling has been so predictable for Marper Newtown. They've been pass, pass, pass. It's it's pretty easy for the secondary to make plays and, and, and cover and know that Abel hops going deep every play. So just a little bit of change, hopefully, for the hope second half. Receiving. Yeah, I mean, you, you still can run the ball down three touchdowns. So we'll, we'll see what happens, and uh, hopefully they can crawl back in. Thank you. Eric, is one key stat from the first half.
4: Garnet Valley controlled the ball for nearly 19 minutes compared to Marple Newtown's five. That tells you the game, moving the ball. Buttermore will kick off to begin the second half. Back to return from Marple Newtown is Johnson and Hoff.
0: And, and you know, I'm not a big-time possession guy, but the other key stat is third-down conversions. Marple's 50%. And... Um, Garnet Valley is six for seven, 85%. That's a big difference. It's
4: going to be a squib kick. It's going to bounce off a of Marple Newtown defender. Marcus Weathers is going to pick it up, and he is going to be tripped up at the 30 yard line.
3: So, Marple Newtown has pretty good field position starting from the 30 yard line. You can't really ask for better than that. As Garnet Valley keeps it with. The squib kick. Just keeping it away from Abel Hoff. So
0: we'll see what Paletti does here on offense. But those third down conversions are key. We, we you know we, we, we hear in this town about the, the chip Kelly and the Eagles and reporters talk about time of possession, but truthfully it's third down conversions. That's mm-hmm. when you want to break it down, that's the key
4: stat. And keeping that drive alive. Paleetti comes out, spread formation, pistol. He's gonna look to his left, he's gonna launch it down the field. Abel Hoff is the Nintendo wide receiver, he comes down with it at the t- 29 yard line what a grab he goes from the 30 to the 30. What an excellent throw and
3: catch. He led him perfectly and Abel just last minute acceleration was able to haul that in. I mean, that was almost full extension and what a grab. What what, what a good way to start the second half if you're Marple Newtown.
4: Forty yard pickup haw second reception of the game puts him at ninety-four total yards. They come out spread formation once again. Paoletti's gonna tuck it under and run. He's gonna size up a defender. He's gonna be taken down at the line of scrimmage though.
3: Yep, and he's brought down looks like, by number 48. And that is a sack. Of Garner Valley. That's behind the 43, line. 43, Steve. It. Number 43. It. Monticello, Rob Monticello. But, um, as you said, Paoletti keeps his eyes downfield. And then, the last thing, he decides to tuck it under. It's a one-yard
4: loss, a sack. But, Mauprook in good field position here. The big play of 40 yards to Abel Hawk puts him down 2 to the 30 after the sack. Second down and 11 for Paoletti. He's going to roll to his left and he is going to launch it to the sideline. It's going to come back to Abel Hawk and it's going to be in and out of his hands in the end zone.
3: Yeah, he almost had it. Just a little underthrown by Pellett, but he was pressured. He did get a good ball up there, but it could have been a little further out for Hoff. I mean, he beat his man and the safety, but had to you know, redirect to the ball there and just out of the reach
4: of him bringing up third down. The safety, Zach Conner came back in and might have gotten a hand on Hoff as he tried to bobble that and go t- to the ground. Pellett, 5 for
0: 24 now with 148 yards. One interception.
4: Third down and 11 from the 31. Paletti spread formation. Marlon Weathers a lone running back. Paoletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown.
3: Great job there by Marple Newtown. Paoletti really had nothing there. Rolled to the right, kept the play alive, just what you want your quarterback to do. And he threw it. In double coverage, but when you have a, a six plus foot receiver here in, in the high school level, Marcus Weathers, he goes up, gets it at the highest point, goes over the defender, and hauls in. A great job there by Mark
4: Newtown and Marcus Weathers. Jump ball to Marcus Weathers. He's able to come down with it. Carmen Christiana with the hole, lambrecios. Set the kick, the extra point, the snap is good, the kick is up, and Marple Newtown gets their first touchdown of the night. Garnet Valley leads though 26 to 10. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. At
0: My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party. Leading up to and the day of the event, you can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, Flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610...
4: Marcus Weathers from 31 yards out gives him his fourth touchdown of the year. Lambregios gets set to kick this one away. For Garnet Valley, Manbeck and Guy in the run. It's going to be a bounce at the 12-yard line. Manbeck picks it up, and he's going to run up the gut, and he is going to be tackled at the 31-yard line. So is going to take over here. Marple Newtown
3: defense—they want to get back in this game. They have to create a stop here. Turnover, turnover on downs, force a punt. They got to get the ball back into the hands of Anthony Paletti and his offense. Nick DiCrecchio, always in on special teams, Steve. Oh, uh, and you know he—it's the only time he plays on special teams—and he makes the most out of the opportunities. Great kid out there.
4: First down and ten from the 31. Hand Hamby. Making signals at the offensive line. It's going to be a handoff to West. He's going to fake that. He's going to bounce it off tackle. It's going to be a two yard pickup. But Gino DiCamillo is having himself a ball game. Yeah, DiCamillo, you know, a lot of plays
3: tonight, but, um, you know, first down, that's, that's not bad. Giving up just two
4: yards with his rushing attack that Garner Valley has so far. DiCamillo's seventh stop of the night. Second down and eight for the Jaguars. Wishbone formation. Marple Newtown stacking the box. It's going to be option. Hamby's taking it to the outside. He's going to be tripped up at the 37. Good job by the Tigers. And number 52, Matt McKee, in on the stop. And four. Cool. And you now. I'm going to bring up third down here, I mean, you're going to give up a couple
3: of yards on each play. Two, three, four yards. And if you're Marble Newton, you'll take it. But on third down, you have, you have to create a stop here. You have to force a punt here. This will be the first punt of the game for Garnet if they're able to you know, stop him here.
4: Right. Third down and four. Big possession here early on in the second half. They're going to put Buttermore in motion. It's going to be a pitch to him. It's going to be Guy on the outside, and he is going to pick up the first down. And he just gets the edge there, so a big first
3: third down conversion for Garnet Valley. They've had a few of them tonight, and they're killers. More than a few. That's number seven. So when you convert seventh, third downs, and we're just for a couple minutes
4: into the first or third quarter, um, you know. You need to get off the field. Wishbone formation for Hamby. They have five defensive linemen this time. Hamby's going to keep it himself. He's going to hit his own lineman along the outside, spin his way for a three-yard pickup. Coach Gicking along the sidelines is yelling at his defense, not... Head coach Chris Gicking, Harry Gicking.
3: Yeah, he's trying to get a stop here. I mean, again, Mark Bruton hasn't. And check this out, Steve. Anthony Paoletti just checked into the ball game. And hey, I mean, this kid is tough. He's going to put everything he's got out there. And uh, I, I, I like the call. Give your guys
4: some uh, a rest on defense. Wishbone formation. Anthony Paoletti in at middle linebacker. It's going to be a fake by Handy, and he's going to swirl his way, and it's going to be close to the first down. They will give him the first down.
3: All right, so a fresh it down. This remarkable Newtown defense, you got to reset here. you got to stop him. Get off the field here. Um, it's easier said than done, obviously, with this
0: uh, rushing attack for Garnet Valley, and 23 yards so far for this Garnet Valley offense on this drive. And what do they have for the game? Well, that's a great question, Steve. They're now up to
4: 274 rushing yards and total yards. is going to launch it this time. He's got a wide open man down the field, and he's going to rumble his way down to the five. The play-action pass goes all the way down. And I mean, that was beautifully set up. That was their first pass of the game.
3: I mean, hey, you got to take that if you're Marble Newtown's defense. Excellent play action. That's going to set up, you know, 274 rushing or zero passing is going to eventually set up a play action pass. And that's what happened there. If you're Marble Newtown, you're stacking the box. If they do that, they do that. I mean, you got to first stop the run. And unfortunately, they got beat over top there because they stacked the box.
4: Two wide receivers set, Hamby under center. It's going to be a handoff to West who finds the end zone for his third touchdown of the game, giving him the hatcher. After a
3: big completion, first completion of the game, first passing attempt of the game, I believe, um... Sets up a Derek West touchdown, so Garner Valley just like that extends their lead, 32 to 10, following a
4: Marple Newtown opening touchdown of the second half. 7:44 on the clock as Buttermore gets ready to kick this extra point. Kick is up. Kick is good. 7.44, half in the corner. Valley leads 34 to 10 in this third quarter, 7.44 remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tiger's Radio Network.
0: Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a general approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on stage. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300.
4: We welcome you back. The Jaguars' touchdown gives West his third of the game. Back to return this kick is Abel Hoth and Johnson. Buttermore has done some squib kicks, though, that set up Marple Newtown. Good field position. Yep, just trying to keep it away from Hoth. And they're going to squib it once again. This time it's going to go to Fallos, I believe. He's going to run it back to the 45.
3: And that's how you... uh counter squibs like this, you put other guys up. Instead of putting Hoff, they're you know they going to notice if you put them up to return. In case you put other running backs up like Fallos or Weathers or guys like that that can run with the ball. And Marple Newtown, once again, starting at their own 45.
4: Marple Newtown has their heads held high though. They must be trying to rally themselves saying this game's not over, Eric.
5: Yeah, I mean, they had a convincing drive on their last offensive possession so they, they know they can get it done. It's just Really, it's just about defense, I think. I, I, they're going to score points, but can, can their defense hold?
4: Thank you, Eric. As Paoletti rolls out, it's going to be a completion to Marcus Weathers. And he's not going to go down. They would have game him four progress, decided to take off the defender. It's going to be a pickup of six as the ball is going to be spotted on the 48-yard line. It actually backfires
3: on him, but, I mean... You know, you're trying to shake off a defender. You're not really paying attention to the forward progress. In
0: I think that's a product of Sunday afternoon, Steve. I mean, we see receivers all the time try to backpedal to get some kind of. And I heard Chip Kelly talking in his press conference this week about just getting the ball going, especially with Matthews.
4: Four wide receiver set for Paoletti, and he is going to step up in the pocket and launch it down the sidelines for Abelhoff. One step in front of him,
3: incomplete. That's a great blitz pickup there by the sophomore, Jack Fallows. There's a free linebacker coming in, and Fallows stepped up, took him on. And gave Paleetti a shot at hafu who, again, was in stride. He was able to haul that
4: it. Might have been another six from Marple Newtown, just out of the reach of him. But you would rather see it overthrown than underthrown, because he had his man beat. If he underthrows it, that's a pick. Oh, without a doubt. Four wide receiver set. In the slot is Mathis. Paoletti's going to throw the to the outside. It's going to be complete. The Marcus Weathers along the sidelines. That'll be a Tiger first down. It seems like Marple Newtown's got momentum with Paoletti in the second half.
0: Yep, a little more rhythm here. Well, he's getting close to 200 yards passing. Eight for 28, one touchdown, one interception.
4: First down, ball is spotted on the 41. They spread him out once again. Falows the deep back. A sophomore is in the pistol. He's going to look to the left and he's going to fire that in the direction. Complete the able hoff after a pickup of six. Yep. And now
0: I like what they're doing. I mean, they're they're basically trying to two. conserve as much time as possible, Steve. Yeah, that's you know what you need
3: in a comeback effort. You, you need. Quick hits, which you're going to score quickly, but if they're able to, you know, catch these balls, positive gain to get out of bounds, uh, stop the clock.
4: Uh, and setting up the double move as well because if they throw this curl route and they bite on it, they're going to throw it down the field. They have four wide receivers. Paoletti's looking to his left, and he's going to f- intend it for Paoletti for Abel Hoff. That's who he wanted oh, to throw it to. 11. And then he comes down, throws it, and then it's going to be intended for Marcus Weathers. Well, he caught it. There's a double move there by Hoff. Runs a little hitch and go. And, That's who he first wanted to throw it to, yeah. and down the
3: sidelines. But it was covered well. Corner Valley was expecting the same thing.
0: let yeah. give a shout-out to our referee tonight, Harry Chakin Love Harry. Nice man. And uh, if you read the Delco Times, you'll catch him in there, uh, I think, every Sunday now.
4: <laughs> Have to check that out. Four wide receiver set for Paoletti. Paoletti's going to look... Across the middle. It's going to hit Marcus Weathers in the chest incomplete. Yep. Well, we've had a shot at the first down. Would have went out of
3: bounds, stopped the clock, but just hit off his chest. (laughs) Bring up fourth down, and got to go for this if you're Marble Newtown.
0: Yeah, and they're in that sweet spot of the field too, right, Steve? So um, this is obviously now starting to be fourth down territory. Although, according to last week, any place on the field is four down. Well, territory.
3: at this point in the game, anything over the fifty-yard line is four-down
4: territory from here on out. Gotcha. Spread formation. Hoff on the near side. He's going to go the other way and impale Letty. It's just going to be hit. It's going to be a sack in the backfield. Number 34, Bertoni comes in with the sack, his first of the game. But well, that's going to be a turnover on downs, and most likely Paoletti's night might be over, Steve. Well, I think they'll keep him in the game, um, you
3: know, down to 23 points here, three scores. But there's only six minutes to go in the third quarter. We'll see what happens on this drive. And
0: when they start to get worried
4: about potential injuries at this point. Mm -hmm. Right. Hamby's still in that quarterback. Wishbone formation. It's going to be a handoff. In the backfield. No gain. But it's gonna be the no wide receiver Buttermore unable to find some wiggle room. So Marble Newtown's defense does a good job, but the third down is just giving them fits. Yep, third down conversion has killed them all night long. And
3: a thing with you know taking out Paoletti in the situation, it almost coaching is so competitive almost tells your players oh, we're kinda of conceding here, but well depends on what the
4: score at score is. Wishbone's gonna be a hand up off the middle to West. He's gonna get seven yards on the carry. This continues to plow his way. four. He's Gotta be the player of the game. He's got a buck fourteen and three touchdowns. Credit to this
0: Jaguar offense. I mean, these handoffs now—they're right in front of us right now. Uh, they're closest to our side, right at the close to the fifty. I mean, it is
4: a very efficient offense in the
0: backfield, Steve.
4: Mm-hmm. Third down and four, big. Big stop here. Marple can get the ball back. It's going to be a keeper by the quarterback. And that keeper gives them the first down as they continue to move the chains. And just on about however many conversions they've had on
3: third down, about five of them have just been by an inch that they've been able to cross the first down marker. So sometimes Marple Newtown playing bad defense is just Garner Valley just getting... That extra inch or yard that they need to pick up the first down.
4: And that Tiger defense, Eric, they just can't seem to stop that edge attack.
5: Yeah, the Garner Valley offense is just so creative with their runs. They're going right, left, up the middle. It's it's very hard to defend from what it looks like from my vantage point.
4: It's going to be a handoff the guy who comes back off the counter, and he's able to pick up a chunk of yards, first down and more, to the far side. So they run, the, run off the gut, they run that read option with the quarterback to the outside, and then they hit you with that counter. Yep, and there's that counter we saw it a few times. They scored the touchdown off of it in that second quarter.
0: And this offense has over 300 yards on 52
4: rushing attempts. Hamby under center, wishbone formation. Marple Newtown shows blitz. It's going to be the guy, and he is going to be whacked at the line of scrimmage. That's how you hit, Steve. He is hit hard by
3: 55 D This is how your middle line packer is supposed to. He comes
4: in and just levels the running back. Bring up second down here. I'll tell you what, Gino DiCamillo has not quit. He has nine tackles, eight solo on the game. He's a player. Second down and nine for Hamby, two wide receivers. West alone running back. They're going to put a man in motion. The ball is lost on the exchange from the center. That? That, that will just give him no game. But Marble Newton had the chance to uh, jump on that one. Yeah, that would have been a huge turnover for Marble. But nonetheless, brings
3: up third down and long. And we've seen this before. You would think obvious passing situation for most teams. But, again, we saw that. Counter play that they ran on third and long in the first quarter that scored a touchdown. We'll see what they go
4: to here with an empty set. Empty like, set. 315 remaining in the third quarter. They put a man in motion. They fake the pitch. Marple Newtown is not fooled and they get a sack in the backfield. There is a couple of Tigers in on that one. Great play there.
3: Great call by Coach Harry Gicking. Sends middle linebacker number 52, Matt McKee on a blitz and then number 56 Matt Trainer, the senior captain contains the edge and they both meet Hamby in the backfield for a big sack forcing the first punt of the game for Garnett
4: I believe number 10 Jacob Buttermore is in the punt this one away And it is nearly blocked by the Tigers applying pressure. It's going to take a bounce and go out of bounds at the 29-yard line. Right near you, Eric.
5: yeah, right at the twenty nine yard line, uh punt went off the side of Buttermore's foot there. It was, it was high up in the air, but just it didn't get much uh, much net yards there.
4: Marble Newtown's gonna try and go down the field. They trail by twenty-three, but three quick scores. They get a few stops here and there, they're right back in this one. Well you still got an entire fourth quarter and you still got three minutes to go in the third. We've we seen their two minute offense before. We saw at the end of that first half of the Springfield
3: game where they were able to march down the field and set up a field goal attempt. Um, but, you know, a quick score in a comeback situation, you need quick scores to start it. So, a quick score here on the drive, or just a score, nonetheless, will uh, be positive.
4: Paoletti's going to throw a curl route. It's going to be complete along the sidelines to Abel Hoff, who's going to pick up 10 and a Tiger first down.
2: First down. So,
3: good, job good job there on first down
4: by the Tigers. Paoletti
3: to Hoff. Again, you're, you're down 23-3 scores. You need a couple two-point conversions there as well, but just, you know, got to focus on this drive and just score on this drive and hope for the defense to hold.
4: Hoff has 110 yards on four receptions today. There's a flag on the play as he throws it to Hoff, but the play was ruled dead. Most likely going to be on Marple Newtown. Now, so far, fellas... It's going to be a false start pushing back five yards. We
0: have 32 pass attempts, five rushing, but five of those rushes were by Paoletti, so you can't count those. So there's only been really one rush attempt tonight. It's, it's curious, at the very least.
3: Well, again, you know, they saw the recipe for success in the Haverford game. They watched a lot of film on the Haverford. Didn't have success in the run game. They had success in the air. So that's what they're going off of here. Paoletti
4: looking, finds his target. And Marcus Weathers, he's hit as the ball was thrown. So it's going to be incomplete. They're going to mark it a catch. They did mark it down as a catch. It looked like he I guess he caught it and knee was hit knee was okay. down and then he was hit and it popped out so I mean, it looked bang bang where it was incomplete but Eric, did you see that as that was that as bang bang as he just was down before the ball popped out?
5: Yeah, he caught the ball, made the catch, finished the catch, um, his knee was down and then he kinda the, the ball came out, but it was kinda like he was giving the ball to the referee type deal there. Thank you, Eric. Spread formation. Paoletti's going to be under pressure. He's going to roll to the
4: outside and just throw this one away into the bleachers.
3: Smart play by Paoletti. Rush came in. Just rolls out. He just gets away. Doesn't take a sack. Stops the clock. And, you yeah, know, he lived to play
4: another down here. Third down and 11. Marvin trying to convert. A minute 10 remaining in the third quarter. Third down and 11 for the Tigers. Paoletti now 11 for 34, 213 yards. This is definitely four down territory, don't you think, Steve? Depending on what you get here on third down you know, you're going to have to go for it. They stack wide receivers. That's Hoff and weathers on the far side. Ball is snapped, but there's going to be a flag on the play. This, this is th- a dead ball penalty. Looks like it's going to be a false start. It's another false start on the Tigers on this drive. It's going to back them up an additional five yards, setting up third down at 16. Tigers are going backwards.
3: Yep, he's shooting themselves in the foot there, so... He'll... Two penalties here on this um, set of downs. Bring up third down and long. And here's a case where you don't need it all at once. Probably in four down territory. But you're going to have to gain
4: at least ten yards back here to set up a fourth down and five. Hoff and Weathers on the far side. Christiana and Mathis on the near side. As Paoletti decides to step in the pocket. And it's going to be... They're going to mark him out of bounds. I thought he, come da- he came down with that. That was Abel Hoff along the Marble Newtown sideline.
3: Yeah, I guess his foot just got out of bounds, but would have been a spectacular catch. Pele was on the run, so he got it a little high. Hoff was wide
4: open, but... It looks like they're going for it, Steve, which is an interesting call because the ball is spotted on the 31. I mean, you are down by 23, but if you don't convert fourth. Down in 16. You well, give them back in prime position. They look at it like this.
3: Garner Valley's only punted once this game. You're not really stopping them. You know, if you want to come back, you you've got to keep your team, your offense on the field.
4: Garner Valley brings the house. Paoletti just heaves it up. And it's going to be intercepted at the 45. Huge block down the field. And that, and that's going to be tackled by Rufo going down the sidelines. But that is a bladed cheap shot on Marcus He's Weather,
3: Steve. Yeah, he got clobbered, and Pet and Coach Kicking running out to his
4: second second flag too, and that was late. That was a very late flag, but. There's special teams play. I mean, it was like a special teams play. You didn't see him coming, and the defender just laid a shoulder into him. So now you another got flag. another flag. Eric, can you try and sort these out for us? Uh,
5: well, it looks like he might have threw a flag for Marple's uh, team being on the field. They were told to get off the field. So, wow, it's gonna be a, on Mar- they- so, yeah, they shouldn't have been on the field. So there. That-
4: the flag's going to be on Marple Newtown for being on the field.
3: You've got to be kidding me. Well, I think there's one flag down with a legal block in the back on the return, and then two other flags might be personal fails on Marple. Anything else, Eric?
5: No, that's exactly right. I'm pretty sure the ones the block in the back on Garnett, and then the other two are on Marple in some fashion, um, for one being on the field, personal fouls, uh, um, I would think.
4: So far, an odd
5: game. Uh, you don't want
4: to see this, though, it, late in the game, and you don't want to see players down. And, and uh... You see Coach kicking out on the field, and I gotta say, Steve. He ran to the center of the this field. Is,
0: this is rare, man. I oh, know he was out there for his inner player. Now he's almost in the huddle with the referees, and. and uh, I think he's just trying
3: to fight for his players here.
0: Totally understood, but odd, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on.
4: Good to see Weathers get up and walk off. Absolutely, because that could have been bad. If this doesn't fire up the Tigers, I don't know what will, Steve. Yeah, they should uh, come out here on defense, right? Here. So they're still trying to sort out all these flags. They're trying to sort them out. Eric, are they still talking about it along the sideline?
5: Yeah, um, the referees are huddled up with Coach Gecking right now on the 40-yard uh, line. And they're sorting things out right now. But regardless, it's going to be after the play, correct? After the interception? Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the block in the back w- would be on Garner Valley after the interception. So the interception's not coming back. That's already confirmed. Okay. But they're just working on uh I how to proceed. There,
0: I think there were two more flags potentially on Marple Newtown after the block in the back, Dave.
4: Okay. Okay. So regardless, Garnet we, Valley will come out on offense. We have three
0: flags down on the field. Um, two are at the 34. One is at the 26. Yep. And those two on Sportsman Sportsmanlike on each team? Both on Marble. So you have one block on the backing on Garnet Valley, two on Sportsman like on Marble Newtown. So it's going to be one on Sportsmanlike.
7: Yeah. Yeah,
0: two, two will, will offset. Set, yeah.
4: So they're going to move the
0: ball. And there's a there's a long, lengthy discussion. It looks like not with the head ref, but probably one of the side judges or the umpire, Steve.
4: To be honest, I think they should be warning both sidelines because after that. But that's personally me. You don't want to get this out of hand, especially with the I couldn't, score.
3: did not see it clearly. I don't know if it was in the back or what. But it looked like it was away from the play. Um, mm-hmm. Again, in case you have to see it on film.
4: And see what happens, but the ball is spotted on the 31. They've yet to move it because they're picking up all the laundry.
0: And this is this is unbelievable. This has gone on at least now.
4: I mean, a couple minutes, a couple
0: minutes that we're still having explanations. And um, I don't blame Coach Gicking for being very upset. This is a couple weeks in a row now where officiating has been something to be desired.
4: So they are going to move it up. They've yet to signal the call. And here's the head official. And they just continue to mark it off, so they're going to be within the five. So the ball's going to be spotted on the four yard line if you set it down, Steve. But that can't be just unsportsmanlike because the play happened back at the 31. If it was unsportsmanlike, it would have been 15 from the 31, but this ball is spotted at the 4. Hmm, wow. that was Thanks for the signals. Uh,
1: confusion there. This is a disgrace that there was
0: absolutely no signal on the field as to what the penalty is to the press box.
4: It's going to be first down and goal from the 4. That is a complete disgrace. They're still sorting it out, which is ridiculous. Oh, I
2: have no problem with...
4: 53 seconds. They're still waiting for the, the ref to signal the play. Two wide receivers set. Hamby under center. West, they're going to put Buttermore in motion. Now it's going to be Guy. Guy's going to be around the corner and in for a touchdown. But wait, there's another flag. What else is new? Holding or a late hit? It could be either, because he was already in the end zone when they threw the flag. Yeah, but that's going to
0: be a hold. there will be a run to about the one-yard line.
4: So a run to the one by Guy is going to push him back ten yards. A hold from the one would put him back to the 11. But we've yet to see a holding penalty all game on Garden Valley. So that, their, that has to be their first flag on offense. <laughs> I think it has been. Holding on Garden
3: Valley. Yeah, so they're gonna get him. that's going to push him back, so give Marbury Town a chance to stop him here. After those penalties, they were set up inside the five.
4: But That's going to negate a touchdown run by Garnet Valley. 53 seconds remaining, hand behind center. Two wide receivers. He's going to pitch it to his guy along the, along the outside. That's West once again. Yeah, but he's right at the five-yard line. Bring up second down and
3: goal so corner valley having their way it's going to be up to the
4: five so a 6-yard carry
0: after a long explanation like that though and all this stuff that goes on the field the referee does have to come back and go through his mechanics and these guys in the press box here doing an excellent job caught it but you know just just poor, poor mechanics.
4: Wishbone formation. Hamby is going to be a handoff. He's going to be a keeper. He's going to be short, but he's only a yard away. Absolutely. Yep, just chipping away as they've done all
3: game long. Haven't had many big plays besides that quick counter. That scored a touchdown on third and long, and then that big passing play that set up a touchdown. But other than
4: that, yeah, you know, they're just chipping away, and we're going to end the third quarter here. That will do it. For the third quarter, Marple Newtown is down 33-10. to 10. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a
3: catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings a pizza shop to your location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, and wings right on site for your guests to enjoy, fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any special event. Also, like them on Facebook and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's
4: Paisano's. We welcome you back here for the fourth quarter. Garner Valley knocking on the door. They're on the one-yard line. Hamby's under center. Wishbone. He's got Wes as his lone running back. He's going to toss it to the outside. Marple nope. Newtown. That's
3: a hold. That's a hold. That's There's a horse a hold. collar hold. That's going to negate that touchdown as Christiana was there to make the play, and he got... Pulled down by the collar blatantly, and good call there by the referee, and they're going to push him back here, make it a third
4: down and goal, probably outside the 10-yard line. So the hole negates West's fourth touchdown of the night. Assuming it's a hold, you're still talking about it. Well, if that's not a hold, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a personal foul horse collar. Um, But it's definitely, yeah. So it is going to be a hold. It's going to push him back 10 yards. It's going to be third down and should 11. Be, yeah, it should be from the 11-yard line. Mark them off 10 yards from the one. Third down. Yeah, I mean, 100%. The, this
0: this officiating crew really should never do a game again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Empty backfield for hand, the under center. He's going to throw it for the second time tonight. And it's going to be intercepted by Michael Newtown. And he's going to be down at the 32. So what an interception. That's that is number 40 of the That's tires, Mckewin. McEwen.
3: Just McEwen worked so hard this off season to get his body ready. Plays defensive tackle and tight end on double tight situations. And he does a great job. They try to run the screen passes. Hamby just throws it into the arms of number 40, McEwen. Great job there by him. He made an excellent play on the ball. And Marpa Newtown takes over down 23. So they're still alive here.
4: First turnover of the game. What a great job to get in the passing lane by the linebacker. Marple Newtown takes over. Ball is spotted on the 33-yard line. Need a quick score here. Faeletti still in the pistol. Four wide receivers. They're going to put Mathis in motion. Abelhoff goes out. It's going to be a pass. It's going to be intercepted by the defensive lineman. And he's going to rumble down to the 10. And they give it right back to him.
3: Same type of play, screen pass, and it's intercepted. So, unfortunately, Marbury Town can't convert on the excellent play by McKeown. and That defense is right back out on the field.
4: Eric, was that a screen pass intended, and the big fellow just got in the passing lane?
5: Yes, absolutely. Um, Paoletti was buying time, trying to set up the screen pass. The big guy just kind of... Well, it kind of came out of nowhere, even though a big guy like that really can't come out of nowhere. But, yeah, just unfortunate there. Give it right back, and now Garnett's on the, uh, knocking on the door for another touchdown.
4: The big defensive lineman rumbles his way down to the, it looks like the 12-yard line. So Garnet Valley's going to knock on the door once again despite the turnover. This time it's going to be a pitch to the outside, and West just gallops his way in for his fourth touchdown tonight. Yep.
3: Now, right off the turn back to back turnovers one team gets it, the other team gets it back, Garner Valley capitalizes on the toss pass, gets the corner and he's in, cross the end zone, extends the lead 39 to 10, pending the extra point for Garner Valley 28 carries a buck 34 four
4: touchdowns yeah, he's having him, himself a ball game one more in the kick, this one. The kick is up. The kick is good. That will make it 40 to 10 here. At Garner Valley High School, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network.
0: Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leads for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today.
4: West tax on his fourth touchdown of the game, giving Garnet Valley commanding 40-10 to 10 lead. Bottom board set to kick this one away. Abel Hoff and Johnson back deep, but we have seen all squib kicks today. So they moved her up, man. Fallows is up towards the 30-yard line. With 11.30 remaining in this fourth quarter. It is a long kick, and Johnson's going to get it from the 5-yard line. He's going to take it to the outside. He's got a running lane. He is going to have a full head of steam and he is going to be tackled down at the 35.
3: Excellent run there by Tayron Johnson. He gets it, has it backpedal a little bit, takes it from about the 5 yard line and takes it up to the 35. Great return there. As Pele's going to come back out here.
4: Down 40 to 10. 30 yard return for the sophomore. Marple Newtown not giving up. They still have their first team out on the field. They're going to try and score and score quickly. Paletti in the pistol, four wide receiver set. Fowler's the lone running back, and it's going to be a curl route to the outside of Abel Hoff, who gets a block. He's going to do a juke move, and he's going to be down at the 49. So a good pickup of 19. Abel Hoff's had a, himself a pretty good game, Steve.
3: He has. Uh, he's over 100 receiving yards, and
4: what you call this play here.
2: Three, two,
4: and that's going to be another completion to Abel Hoff around the outside. Uh-huh. Abel Hoff is still fighting for yards. He's doing well. And
3: you said he's having a good game. Over 100 receiving yards, probably double digit catches. Uh, Jim Oswald will give us an update on stats, but Marpa Newtown um you know is looking to their playmaker here, even though they're down thirty points. He's got six for
4: a buck thirty, Steve. Only six receptions? Yep. Hmm. Feels like more though. Yeah. Second down and four. Tailetti is gonna take the snap and he is gonna launch it deep down the field, and it is Incomplete, nearly intercepted. It was intended for, I believe that's Carmen Christiana down the middle in the crossing pattern. He had him, but the safety came over made a nice play.
3: Maybe sat a little bit too much into the middle of the field, but uh, nonetheless, the safety made a a, a nice play on the ball to break it up.
0: Now you guys both think that Hoff had more receptions. That's because he's been targeted 18 times tonight. Okay.
4: That will do it. Well, the amount of passing attempts, how many passing attempts is... 40. Well, that will do it. Between him and Hoff, uh, Hoff and Weathers, I'm sure they have over 25. Easy.
0: Now, Steve, 40 pass attempts by a quarterback in high school is... is It's it's like in the NFL when you see quarterbacks going over 45, 50 mm. passing attempts. It's not a good strategy. How, how many right?
3: times have we ran tonight? It, Probably three. They've been coming from behind most of the game, so, um,
4: you know... He's going to continue to put this ball in the air. Second down and 16. Paoletti's going to roll to his left. He's going to step up and launch it down the sidelines intended for Rufo. And it is going to be caught at the 22-yard line. Good job by the senior wide receiver.
3: And they're rushing to the ball. Excellent throw. Great poise in the pocket by Paoletti. He delivers a beautiful ball only where his receiver can get it. And what a great catch
4: by Rufo as he holds on after taking a big hit. So good job all around by the Tiger offense. Ball is spot on the 23-yard line for Paoletti. Quick to the center. He's going to look down the field. He's going to throw a strike and is nearly intercepted as he throws it over the middle of the field for his intended target, Hoff. That's, that's a lot of passes, though, for a sophomore quarterback in high school. That's his 41st attempt. The 47. excuse me. Last week, we saw a heavy dose of running against Conestoga. They just handed off the Hoff the entire game. This time, they're trying to air it out. We said early in pre-games, they come out on trips to the far side. Paoletti's rolling to his right. He's going to plant his feet and just try and throw it away to Coach Kicking. They're trying to avoid the intentional grounding and sack. He just gets to the line of scrimmage or so.
3: There was a receiver in the vicinity, I believe it was Christiana. So, we're up third down and 10. Marple Newtown has an opportunity to get some points on the board here. Down 30 points, 40 to 10. And, you know, running the ball is not going to do you much good here. I mean, the game's pretty much out of reach at this point. But running
4: the ball. You want to see themselves put it together drive, though. They got the ball. They've gone down the field. They had a few big plays. They played a roofer down the sideline. But there hasn't been much intermediate routes. They haven't gotten to five, six yards. Three wide receivers. Hoff the far wide out. Paoletti's going to look to that way as it's going to be intercepted. Now they're going to say it bounced out of his hands. But connor has been all over the field. The safety has double teamed Abel Hoff the entire game coming over over the top. He's had himself several chances to pick the ball off. Yeah, they have. They just haven't capitalized on
3: it, but sure Pele, his arm's getting a little tired now, approaching 45 passing attempts. But, um, I mean, hey, these are growing pains for a sophomore receiver. He's going to be a seasoned vet come two years <laughs> um, when he's a senior, even I'll next hope. year. So, I mean, he's going
4: to have a lot of experience under his belt. Marble Newtown's going to burn a timeout. They are down 40 to 10 here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some
1: people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away.
6: Wow!
1: This is the
6: Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. All right.
4: We welcome you back here at the Garna Valley High School. Eric,
5: you play offensive coordinator, fourth down and ten, you need ten, what do you do? Well... I think he set up the screen pass to Abel Hoff, go-to wide receiver, and uh, give Paoletti his 46th pass attempt of the game. How about that?
4: Didn't see that coming. Thank you, Eric. It is four wide receiver set. Paoletti, pistol formation. Marlon Weathers, the freshman, the lone running back, he's in to protect Paoletti. He has a clean pocket. Rufo doesn't turn his head around. He's thrown down the middle of the field incomplete.
3: Yep. So a little miscommunication there, as you said, Roof didn't turn his head quick enough for that pass as there was a lot of pressure on Paoletti. Turnover on Downs, Garnavalli will take over. Garnavelli
4: does take over with 1020 on the clock. Ball will be spotted at the twenty-three yard line. Carnivalli still has their starters out. Maybe he's on the field. West, the running back. Hand being O's under center. It's going to be a handoff to West. He's going to sidestep a defender. He's going to lower his shoulder, and he is going to be down. It's going to be a pickup of about seven. They're going to mark it down about seven, eight yards on the carry so marble Newtown continues to
3: change it out it's hard to see the clock here with a big enormous pole in my view.
4: <laughs> In the under center. It's going to be a toss to Buttermore on the outside, and he's going to be hit by Schneider. He's had a good game, Steve.
3: Yeah, Schneider so made a few good plays there, setting the edge and forcing plays inside or tracking down the pitch man on these option plays. This time he he forced the play inside and makes a play. Great job there by Schneider, the senior.
4: Davis checks in. Davis checks that. Uh, that's West who checks himself out. Third down in inches. Ball is spotted on the 33. Wishbone formation. And it's going to be a handoff up the gut, and he's going to pick it up, but there is a flag on the play. Yeah,
0: this will be a dead ball foul. False start.
4: They're going to push him back five yards. That would make it third down and six. Ball is going to be spotted on the twenty-eight yard line.
2: third
4: six. Here be a timeout on the field by Garnet Valley. Interesting. You probably think they're going to sub out Steve, or? Regardless, we're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating
0: and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester, counties, as well as in northern Delaware and south Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346, or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com.
4: Third down and six. Two wide receivers set. They're going to... Hamby is gonna to toss it and he's gonna be hit, but he continues to drive his feet and it's gonna be close, but it's gonna be fourth down.
2: So, the but they're,
4: they're gonna go and try and seal this one, See, They're gonna go for it. No, they're gonna they're sure. gonna give him the first down? What? Alright. That works. He might have just made it interesting well they didn't move the change. that's what going off the chains and it didn't move it until the last second goes under center once again it's gonna be a handoff up the gut to the new running back it's gonna it's gonna be Davis for a pickup of a four Kyle Davis getting in the senior running back
2: it's
4: like a, a plethora of running backs on this team Unboxing. I believe that's a change at quarterback. Nicholas Giuliano. Number nine checks himself in. He's gonna keep it himself and go around the far side. He's gonna get down close to the first down marker. It's gonna bring up third down in inches. You see a couple new faces on
3: the defensive side of the ball for Marper Newtown. See Tobin and number seventy-three.
4: Um, Anthony Goodman for the Tigers and others Juliano under center two wide receiver it's going to be an option play to the outside and he is going to be thrown down by Cameron Mathis good job
3: great job there by Matt he's going to be a great player for this program only a junior you saw that finger grab, shoelace catch. He made it on that fourth down conversion
4: at Springfield on their that, victory. That would possibly saved the game for Springfield uh, at Springfield that day. Fourth down and one. I I, uh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> fourth down and one for Juliano. Wishbone formation. And it's going to be a, a keeper by Giuliano who picks up the first down. The third down percentage tells you the game.
3: Yeah, it sure does, and Aubrey's going to call timeout.
4: We'll send it down to the sideline, Eric.
5: Any thoughts? Well... You know, it's, it's good to see some of the young guys getting in the game right now with, with this game out of hand, being 40-10. to 10. Uh, And a couple of the young guys making some good plays. Just mentioned Cameron Mathis, uh, you know, junior, going to be a good player next year, hopefully lead the Tigers. And, uh, you know, at this point, let's hope nobody gets hurt. And uh, let's just go home and on to the next game next week.
4: Well, Marple Newtown's also got to remember, you're 6-2. and two. You have a winning record, you've lost to two tough teams, and next week you've got to prepare for Pencrest. That's right. Uh, you know, you're not going to see an offense like this
3: the rest of the way or potentially in the plow. I'm not sure what Pottsville runs, who's currently a two-seed or three-seed. Upper Moore, I'm not sure what they run. But, I mean, this offense, wishbone, midline, attack, with you know four really th- a four threats, offensive a big offensive line. Look at the numbers they have. You're not going to see this in 3A. If you're Marple Newtown, so they have to prepare, They've got to put it behind Two losses in a row, they got to bounce back, finish the season strong, and get their way into the playoffs. And, and you know, you're zero and zero then. Season starts over. And, you know. Expect this team to, you know, go into this week and prepare for Pancrest starting tomorrow.
4: Giuliano has the ball on the 47. First down. It's going to be a dive up the middle. That's going to be Davis once again. First team, second team. They continue to rip off five, six yards of carry. Oh, God. Hans did a good job coming in with another tackle today. He's got a lot of reps in the second half.
3: Yeah, Pons doing a good job. It's like Rankin's in there as well, and Dolgarian, Racine.
0: And this is when you get your, your your younger guys in, get them this valuable experience, and as Steve, you've alluded to, you just move on to Pencrest now.
4: Wishbone formation for Giuliano. Four yards to go. Second down and four. They're gonna blow this one dead. It's gonna be a false start on the Jaguars. It's gonna push them back. So
3: just under six minutes ago, here in the fourth quarter, going it up 40 to 10 on Marple and start to talk about next week, going to Pancrest. Marple hasn't beaten Pancrest. In the past two years, they've lost to them. I think it's been a couple...
4: Well, that cost Marple Newtown years. the playoffs last year. So if they have motivation, that should be it. It's going to be another option attack. It's going to be a keeper by the quarterback, Giuliano. who's going to lean forward and pick up four. For Schneider
3: again, setting the edge and making a nice play there. Bringing up a third down for Garner Valley. Schneider's had
4: a pretty good game there on defense. But if you're Marple Newtown, you got to get this game out of your head. All right, you had a tough loss the last two weeks, but you got to go into Pancrest ready because possibly you could lose your playoff bid.
3: Yeah, 6-2, and I mean, you I mean, got to win out to secure a playoff spot. And if you do, you finish 8-2, you're going to get in the playoffs depending on if it's a home game or an away game. At this point,
4: it doesn't matter. You just want to get in. Davis gets the handoff. He's going to go off the far side. He's going to be a yard short of the first down. It's going to be fourth down and one.
3: Davis, the but yes, they you know they got to forget about this. It's going to be a, a long bus ride home, not too long, but longer than most any other school we travel to. Um, but you know, Coach Kicking is going to you know give these guys a talk at, at the end of the game and tell them you know keep your heads up. You, you got to learn from a lot of mistakes. Film's not going to be fun tomorrow, but that's why you have film. You got to learn from. It. You got to move on and come Monday. You're on the pencrest.
4: It's going to be a pitch to the outside. The ball is lost. Marple Newtown's going to wrap up Davis. That's going to be a turnover on downs. They're going to take over from the 49-yard line.
3: Interesting call there. A fourth down to go for it. Well,
4: they went for it earlier in the drive. I mean, you got your backups in. You're just trying to drain the clock. I guess they're uh, going from what and Michigan Daria- did. Sedario's going to check himself it. in. Don't even get me started on that <laughs> Michigan game. Yep. So Paoletti's still in. I saw Sedario check himself in. It's a different position.
0: I think, though, uh, I'm not a hardball fan, but I do think that that program's
4: headed in the right direction. Uh, without a doubt. He's a great coach. Great coach, and he's starting to keep those prospects in Michigan from going to Ohio State. Four wide receivers. Paoletti's going to look to the far side. He's going to dump it down to Carmen Christian who's going to take a Jaguar defender with him. After a spin move, he's going to pick up 12. And
3: what we still about Noah Curry being just up. A... Flat-out football player. Carmen Christiana, that's a guy that John Gruden would like. That'd be a Gruden He's grinder. a grinder. All right, Carmen is a flat-out football player. He can play any position, and he does it well.
4: Paoletti takes a snap. He's going to launch it on the pattern. He's got Rufo down the sidelines, and he's going to be in for a Tiger <laughs> touchdown.
3: Great job there. Nice poise by Paoletti. Finds his target, Rufo, and he gets into the end of it for the first time this year. And he deserves a great route, great run after catch for the Tigers as they get on the board.
4: Paoletti, the Rufo, from 38 yards out, gets the Tigers their second touchdown of the night.
2: And
0: and Rufo was targeted six times. He's got three catches for 90 yards, one TD.
4: And it's his first touchdown as a senior. Possibly. I don't think he scored. That might be his first touchdown on the varsity field season. Yeah, it is.
3: First touchdown of the season, we believe. And as I said, uh, probably the most improved player from last year. Didn't get on the field last year as a junior, but has been getting on the field this year. Uh, starting on offense all season long. Been a good threat in the passing game and has been done, doing
4: very well uh, blocking. The kick is up from Lambricios. It is good. Marple Newtown trails in this one, 40 to 17. We're going to send it to commercial break. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Come Network.
0: explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club, Anthony's at Paxson's Family friendly. Friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights, starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610 353 0220 Extension 3 or visit them online at www.anthony's at Wow. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com.
4: After Rufo's first touchdown of the season, Lambricius gets ready to kick this one away. Guy is back there in addition to number 31. Yeah. Ryan Manbeck. And it looks like Marple Newtown is going to try and onside it, Steve. That's going to be Riley Philman who launches it up in the air. It's going to be dropped by the Jaguar. Marple Newtown trying to jump on it, but it appears that the Garnet Valley player was able to, retur- to grab it. That's number 11 of the Jags. With the recovery, Bobby Clayton, who we have not mentioned tonight. No, and uh, Marputin almost getting that on that specially designed onside kick formation. That was an interesting formation because they only had one man on the far side, and they kicked it down the field. So trying to get a mistake. Almost got it. Juliano comes out, wishbone formation. They take over with 3.53 on the clock. It's going to be a dive up the middle, and he's going to be whacked behind the line of scrimmage. Davis loses two yards.
3: You know, young guy's getting some reps on defense.
2: The, uh, off
4: the line. can players continue to check themselves out of this one. To crack you in at cornerback, Dylan Conan. The Cracky has had a good season, Steve. Like Jim alluded oh, to earlier, team, yeah. special teams player. You've got to make an impact regardless. If you make the field, you got to make a play. And he's done it this season. It's going to be a keeper by Giuliano, and it's going to be a pick-up of three. Racine
3: in on the tackle there as well as Tobin. And one of my favorite players in at safety, Matt
0: Peel, getting some action. Good to see Matt, Matt Peel out there. To my left is our spotter who made the trip. Tommy Peel, who's uh, telling, told us before the broadcast, get it, looking forward to his senior swimming season. So, and then he said he then he told me after swim season that he's packing it in.
4: No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Third down and nine for the Jaguars. It's going to be a handoff to the far side, but not going anywhere. It's going to bring up the punt squad. Fourth down and nine. Tobin in on the play. Good job by him. And, uh, he's a very good long snapper,
3: Steve. Uh, he, he, I mean, he can do something with that. In the college, I mean, he is. Uh, I, I've never seen someone snap the ball so precise, and it's, it's like a bullet back there. But is he like the magic man? Well, no one's like doing boss. I mean,
4: he <laughs> is. Uh, he's special. This one is going to be booted. It's going to be a line drive kick. It's going to be received by Carmen Christiana at the 34. He's going to dance away from a few defenders, eventually just going down.
3: Marlboro Newtown's offense coming back on the field. We have about a minute 52 to go in this game, 40-17. We'll see if, if they try to get some more points on the board, which I do expect they'll keep it in the air. And, uh, you know, if nothing
4: else, it's reps. You know, preparing for next week. Tigers trailing 40 to 17. Ball is spotted on the 35 for Paoletti. It's going to be a low snap. It's going to be a curl route to the outside. It's going to be hurled in. That's going to be a completion. I didn't quite say, I believe that's Dulgarian.
3: The band playing. The infamous song, "Nana Nana Goodbye." <laughs> very, very interesting. Now, Jim, uh, I know you have a far, far walk back to your car. Maybe you can hop in my car. I can drive you guys over there.
0: Yeah. The well, parking situation here. It's uh, it's been interesting today down here in Glen Mills.
4: Paletti on the curl route. This time, it's almost jumped and intercepted, but it's gonna be incomplete.
2: The
0: game. Game. Well, falls incomplete there.
4: It's a good crowd for homecoming there for Garnet Valley. Credit
0: credit Garnet Valley and their staff here. The athletic director, Seth Bruner, and the staff up here in the booth. uh, Definitely a terrific staff here. Yes. Um, He's always welcoming of us. Always welcoming. They're wonderful people here. And this is a beautiful campus. They had a really nice uh, night here for the staff and the students and the faculty.
4: It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers. who's going to be his first handoff of the game. He's going to pick up the first down. Good job by the freshman.
0: That moves the sticks. Man, you know, that's really why you know we continue to really, enjoy, all of us, enjoy high school football here while on the staff. Uh, it's always a great atmosphere.
4: Paletti this time going to the outside. It's caught. It's going to be cut up field, and the ball is going to be out. They're going to throw a flag.
3: Is it a fumble?
4: I don't believe he's going to call that a fumble. It seems that he was down. I think they're going to call a late hit. It's going to be a personal foul oh, it's on, Marple. on Marple Newtown. But was it, it was reception along the sideline. There's no, there's no
3: signal that it's anybody's ball. Uh, there we go. So, so it's a fumble. I didn't see a beanie down, just saw a flag out and I'm not sure where that occurred.
0: Well you're not gonna see any beanies tonight, Steve. Um, this crew would have to know how those operate. And they haven't been doing any mechanics all night, so unfortunately that's that's what you get.
4: But he doesn't even say the, the what the fa actually was. He did signal he said, he it nonchalantly. Said it. <laughs> he did. I did see him signal it.
3: Um,
4: that was a great throw he just had. They're gonna get in the victory well, that's, formation. That's here. a good form. You yeah, have Mike Shelley just checking into the game. Love to see Big Mike. And there's
3: a big uh, lymphoma leukemia walk tomorrow night. The Shelley Strong team taking a bus from their house in Brumal down to the city for the lymphoma leukemia and lymphoma society uh, cancer walk to support um, you know cancer and uh, great to see Mike out there. Hope they have a nice night
4: tomorrow to raise some money for a great cause. Absolutely. As Giuliano is just going to take one more knee to seal this one. I have to take another knee to try and drain the most amount of time off the clock.
0: It's definitely great to see uh, Shelly out there. His family
4: is a wonderful people. Giuliano looks at the clock. He takes one more knee. And that will do it. Garnet Valley gets the W to keep their playoff hopes alive. They go to six and two, five and one in the Central League. Marble Newtown drops their second consecutive game. They will go down to six and two after a forty to seventeen loss here at Garnet Valley High School, mode the Frank Stadium. Yep, just uh, they were
3: outmatched from the beginning. Really uh, couldn't stop that running attack, I and mean, we talk so much about this defense. They're going to bounce back. This is too well of a coach team by uh, Coach Harry Gicking, Coach Chris Gicking, the head coach. Um, that you know, they're definitely going to bounce back from this and uh, get ready for Pencrest. Again, you got to finish strong, Pencrest. Then you got your Haven, and uh, you know trying to get into the playoffs, whether it's a home playoff game or not. You just want to get in, and as, as I said, the season starts over from there. And this team deserves it. Um, just unfortunate. You see him go six and then drop the next two games. We saw the heartbreaker last week, such a close game, and this is a lopsided uh, loss. Uh, but they're going to learn a lot from this. And as I said, very well coached team. They're going to bounce back. And a lot of credit goes to Garnet Valley, as uh, you know, they come out with the victory and keep their playoff hopes alive in the 4A playoffs. But uh, you know. A lot of things to take away from this game and learn from Fort Marple Newtown, and I expect them to be ready to go next week at Pencrest. Final thoughts,
4: Eric, of the ball game and moving forward.
5: Well, definitely disappointing for the second straight week. You know this one didn't hurt as bad as as the the loss last week against Conestoga because that was a winnable game, but you know just disappointing. I I, I didn't really agree with the game plan too much about all all the passing. I I did think that the Garner Valley secondary wasn't that great. They just played a good game tonight, and uh, you know Pauletti and the offense really didn't change anything up. They just threw the ball long all game, and you know that that's not going to win you a game. But um, Garner Valley, great environment here, great homecoming, and. All the credit to them and their coaching staff for drawing up a great offensive plan. Derek West, unbelievable game tonight for him. So uh, look, looking forward to Pencrest. We'll see. It's probably a must-win game at this point. they got to win out in order to get a good spot in their state playoffs. For now, on, on the Pencrest. On the
4: Pencrest, indeed, as you have to credit this Jaguar offensive line and plethora of running backs, but especially West. Four touchdowns on the ground. You have to be impressed as Marvel Newtown came came in only giving up 6.6 points per game. They drop a 40 spot on them tonight. Next week, the Marble Newtown Tigers will play the Lions of Pencrest High School on the campus of Pencrest High School with a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday, October 30th in Media, Pennsylvania. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our other broadcasts on com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator and engineer Steve Reynolds. Sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima. Head football coach, Dean of Students and Athletic Director Chris Geeking. Spotter in the booth, Tommy Peel. Engineer, statistician and executive producer Jim Halsman. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
0: Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, MyWay Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Bryn Glass and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!